0: This episode of the Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter our offer code Funny to get 10% off your first purchase. Some of that reading was shaky. Nobody tell Colin. Squarespace, set your website apart. What's up, everybody? It's me, Greg Miller, and today's Game Over Greggy Show is brought to you by Movement Watches. Kevin, hit it. I'm going to a wedding this weekend. I'm wearing my movement watch. There, look at ooh, that. That's a good zoom cap. Good job. Let me tell you about movement watches, ladies and gentlemen. First off, they're a great holiday gift. Don't be silly. Movement watches start at just $95 at a department store. You're looking at 400 to 500 bucks. Movement figured out that by getting rid of all the middlemen and selling online and getting rid of that retailer markup, they can get you the best possible price. They have classic design, quality construction, and stylized minimalism. There's over 500,000 watches sold in more than 160 countries. You can get $15 off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movementwatches.com greggy This watch has a really clean design. Honestly, I get talked about all the time. At the wedding, I think the bride might leave her man... And come home with me. I'm just kidding, Jen. That won't happen. Anyways, go to movementwatches.com slash Greggie. That's MVMTwatches.com slash Greggie. Join the movement. Like a laser. Can you make a laser come out of it, Kev?
1: Morph. Remember when he said yeah. that a bunch of times you're like why is he like morph so much? <laughs> <laughs> they wanted us to like morph that's why. Morph. So morph. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over, Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarvino. Hi, Greg. Yeah. Morph. You a very, very <laughs> Do you have the morph part? Of, uh, was that recorded or was that, is that... Oh, yes, for sure. All right, put- uh, just, just put the fucking intro on it and let it go into the morph thing. <laughs>
1: more <laughs> more <laughs> like, Why was it? He was super into him It was like Really there are sad They're mutants oh, man Wolverine
0: true. understands yeah, The Morph Morph pride. comes
1: back like way later When he's fighting yeah. like Mr. Sinister Spoilers weird. Spoilers on that yeah. one Over
2: here The pure one Tim Geddes <laughs> <laughs> This is a beautiful shirt Sometimes Tim It is a beautiful <laughs> shirt If you're listening to the show The day it goes live For Patreon users You can get this shirt Over on Kindoffunny.com Slash store Because it's our Black Friday shirt Yeah there you go Kev That looks good it's black on black. You, there you go. Thank you. Jay-Z. Because I'm going to say, you, you led with if you're listening. And I was like, oh, he's going to explain uh, this shirt for people who can't see it. And then no. you're just like, buy this shirt. No, if you're <laughs> listening or watching on, on Friday, that this is on Patreon. Cool. Or if not, if you're listening to Topic One on the Monday on the YouTube, the kind of funny Thanksgiving weekend shirt. Shirt extravaganza. Shirt extravaganza. I was going to say shirtacular.
0: Shirtacular? that that one for later, though. Yeah.
2: The shirt extravaganza is still going on. So you can get a whole bunch of the classic, kind of funny shirts um, over at slash store. This one might still be there. It's limited edition. I don't know how long it lasts. I don't They didn't get it number. Yeah, it's still there. Like kind of casual. They have a dope ass thing. It says, there's no way you can see this, but it says limited edition on the inside. It says limited edition. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
0: There you go. There you go. Thanks, Kev. That's right. Right there. Kind of crooked. Kind of crooked. That's our next site. Uh, Colin Moriarty off celebrating Thanksgiving. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, we often bring in guests. Mm-hmm. We've been doing the Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny exclusive for the Game Over Greg show. It's lately been one-on-one. Mm-hmm. When somebody's not here for a full-on show, we usually bring in a guest. But I wanted to get intimate with you two we've not, yeah, we've done We've done it just the three
1: of us before. It's been a
2: long time. It has, though. but it's,
1: it's always fun. It's a different dynamic. Exactly. Shake it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Shake it up a little shake bit. It shake it up. Do this. Do that piss shake, you know
2: what Speaking I mean? Speaking of yeah. shake it up, did you see, so months ago, maybe a year ago at this point, um, there was the Drake and um, Taylor Swift commercial where it was Taylor Swift running on the, the treadmill yeah, yeah, yeah for the, I, the yeah, 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 future, yeah. and then like she falls. Falls, and yeah, it's yeah. Like, you love music. I don't remember what the fuck it is. Apple music, for. I think. Yeah, is right. it Apple music? I thought so. Something Maybe. iPod? No. Some shit. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. They made the flip version of it where it's Drake working out singing uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, that's cute. Awesome. That's, that's really awesome. cute. I like yeah. what they did there. Yeah. It was Bad Blood, but you know. You like it off. Bad one I went off. The, I was segwaying because we were talking about shaking it off. Sure. Mm. Uh, but a while since i heard "Shake It Off. Yeah. Yeah. You want to stop the show and to it right now? Maybe. But yeah.
1: Eh, I'll do it later.
0: I remember the first time I heard that. You? That was a moment. I remember the first time I heard We're Never Getting Back Together either. Mm-hmm. And I was in the car. I was like, This sounds like Taylor Swift. And then it was. And I was like, What the fuck? There's new music from Taylor Swift. What's happening? What's How happening? did I
1: miss this? I follow her on all the Instagrams and mm-hmm. the social medias. Yeah, Where was it? They just drop shit out of the blue now. They don't like, like They're so big. They don't need promotion anymore. They're just like, Hey, my Instagram Too big to is fail. bigger than everyone else's shit. Yeah, just don't even it's give wild. a shit.
2: Malcolm Moore comes out with his album last year. Okay. Comes out with this thing. Has all the songs. He's dropping all the singles, doing all that stuff. Album's been out. Couple months, it's not even that old. He's already dropped two songs that aren't even on that album. Just bam. Here you go. Here you single. Go. It's the single life, man. Everything it's crazy. It is the single life. Yeah. Craziness.
0: Yeah. Craziness. If you didn't know, this is the Game Over, Greggy Show, each and every week. Three, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where we put the entire thing up early as an mp3 and a video, and a whole bunch of other exclusive perks, goodies, and tiers are there for your amusement. If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal, head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny. We're we posting the entire show topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big
2: MP3 and video. Tim. Yeah. What's your topic? My topic is predicting superhero movies. Mm. Um, way over a year ago at this point. it was. It we was had a this, long, th- I remember this. We had a printout. A long time ago, we had a printout with a whole bunch of movie posters, and we we're looking at the future of what was then the future of superhero movies and kind of predicting. Mm. Which ones are gonna be good, which ones are gonna be bad, which ones are gonna perform. Not well, even happen. Which ones are not gonna perform, well, which ones aren't gonna happen. Because I remember
0: saying Fantastic Four is gonna be garbage. Mm-hmm. Fantastic four two is not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Greg was right.
2: So pretty much uh the, the reason I, I wanted to bring this up for this specific GOG show is because Colin's not here. Yes, yeah, sure. Colin doesn't really like these topics and doesn't really, you know. Like all it, I can tell you what Colin would say. They're all gonna fucking suck and the bombs are gonna fall out and Anything else? No, that's right. That's, that's, that, that's pretty much it. Those are the two big talking points. Yes, yeah, exactly. Marvel.
0: So it can't go on. He doesn't even say that. Yet. He's like, the bomb's going to drop out. It's like, well, it's been, it's been going forever. And it's like zombies. Zombies have been going forever, too. Yeah, they're, yeah. Still, they're
2: still going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. So oh my God, Marvel, zombies. Oh, Marvel, Marvel Zombie zombies. movie, indeed. Yeah. Damn. We're going to get there. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> a, big, a couple of takeaways that we had last time were we were sure the Marvel movies were going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We were a little trepidatious about Ant-Man okay. and Doctor Strange yep. and Guardians of the Galaxy. God, this was Interesting. done pro... Was this was ago. before Ant-Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. There's, we I, are old. If I remember correctly, there was, we've done this topic-ish twice. One was okay. officially, and I think that was after Guardians. Okay. Um, But there was another time we did it, and we mentioned Guardians and being like, I don't know. Okay. This seems like it couldn't work. Wow. But, but we were still like... We were positive about it. We we're like, mm-hmm. we'll give it a shot, sure. Like, but Ant Man, we're like, I don't know. Like, we really don't give a fuck about Ant Man. When it got to Doctor Strange, we're like, Doctor Strange, get the fuck out of here with your magic bullshit. Um, but we were proven to be stupid for being so worried. Yes. They nailed it with all those movies. Um, then on the other Ant-Man side of that, fine. though, Ant Man was the first one that I felt was like a buy the numbers thing. You're crazy. Was it was crazy. fun. Paul Rudd is
0: awesome. You're the villain was garbage. It wasn't bad. The story it was well. like, whatever. Fine. Exactly, exactly. Yeah.
2: But are we just going by the blockbuster? Then the Transformer movie should win Best Picture. No, but I said it wasn't bad. And it did well. It's both of those. Because on the flip side, there's the DC movies, which great. They did well. Um, and they pretty much all went exactly how we predicted they would. Um, Suicide Squad being the thing that I'd say we were most off about. We because we, we were mind. like, it has a chance of being really good. No, it didn't. No, he's trying not to be the worst one. <laughs> that chance went, went away real quick. One. Yeah, if, yeah. If if
1: if uh, if I spoke positively about that, I was just trying to be nice because I thought I, from day one, looking at that trailer, I'm like, this is not going to be a good movie. Like, this is not going to be
2: good. And it's, I think I remember saying that. It's true. Nick Nick talked a lot of shit about the trailers. I you looked didn't at like one liners. I, like, I don't like, like, the like Harley one-lin-. Quinn.
1: Like none of the one liners hit. I thought that Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn didn't hit. Like it, none of it sold me in the trailer that this was going to be like a, a, a team that actually mixed well chemistry wise. And I was right. I was unfortunately right because I wanted that movie to be good. I wanted it to be a lot better than it. I heard there's an extra 30 minutes of that movie that I could see right now. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. The ending cut a
0: lot of, of punch, Jared Leto uh, stuff. Yeah,
1: Gordon
2: longer scene of fantastic. him fighting Batman. On Actually, the car. I
1: thought he was the best part of the movie.
0: I agree. Yeah, I liked him a lot. But,
2: uh, but yeah, so we, we all we're in the minority. we all agreed that Fantastic Four was going to suck yeah. and that there wouldn't be a Fantastic Four two, and that seems to be the truth.
1: Although, we don't know. See, I didn't think it was going to suck that badly, though. I didn't realize it was going to be that big of a train wreck. Now, I watched Fantastic Four. The one You're talking about the Miles Teller Fantastic Mm -hmm. Four and Michael B. Jordan. Um, It's not that the movie was terrible. It's just that it wasn't very much fun. And you can see that it was one of those, we need to come save this movie. So I watched that, and I'm like, I... I watched it after, obviously, after they already canceled Fantastic Four 2. Um, but had I seen that in the theaters, I, w- I would have swore. I'm like, oh, this is probably going to make enough money to, to warrant a sequel. Really? And it wasn't that terrible. It wasn't any, in my opinion, any more or less entertaining than the other two Fantastic uh, uh Well, that's not saying much. Fantastic, fantastic Four. Four. Jessica Alba. Yeah, Jessica Alba films. Michael which she's the bad, you know, The bad Wick. contacts. And, and the Michael bad con- is, Yeah, the contacts were terrible. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean that was that was unfortunate. But yeah, you're right. I mean, like, for, for this year up until this point, I didn't think Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be I th- I thought it was a that was a wild card. Could be fun cuz you got to love Chris Pratt. Would have swore that Doctor Strange was going to go the way of Thor um in the dark world. But it did not. It went the way of Iron Man, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, where are yeah. we at
2: now? Well, so then the the other thing that uh, we were talking about was the X-Men movies and that was one where mm. I'm not going to say we were wrong, but we weren't right. We what didn't were we, we, about, saying we didn't then. know about Apocalypse back then though. We did. We knew it was did coming. We did. That's we, and the thing. I think people were looking forward we, we to. We gave it. it the surefire, like it's going to be good. And it was. Bryant Singer's back so, on track. yeah, so that's yeah, the thing the X-Men is like that's is where back it's like I'll I'll give us partial Playback credit. Uh, but it, we didn't expect it to, to be bad, and we definitely didn't expect the Fox movies to have another, like, fail point, and they definitely did.
0: Here's the thing about Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We've all seen Apocalypse. Yeah. Did Not you yet. see it in theaters? I did. Did you see mm-hmm. You haven't seen haven't it, period. Seen it I saw it on a plane as I watch all my movies, sure. and I didn't think it was that bad. Don't get me wrong, not good, but people were talking about it as if it was bad on the level of Fantastic Four on Batman and Robin. No, kind of crap. No, no, there's no, so no. much hyperbole now. I can't. Even, I get not liking Batman VC Superman, totally. But when people were like, "It's worse than Batman and Robin,"
1: I'm like, "That is bullshit. That's impossible." Very few things are worse than Batman and Robin. When you know, um, I I I liked Apocalypse. It just wasn't as fun and cool as the two that followed. That's the problem. Is like, inevitably, they were on track to make really good movies. And one of them was going to be not as good as the other ones. This one just kind of failed by such a wide margin that I think that it was it was very apparent that they're starting to derail very quickly. But the concept was cool, and the implementation was cool. It's just the kind of the third act kind of fails. Whereas I feel like the third act of Days of Future Past and and First Class was really strong and fun yeah. and really gave you kind of a sense of where those characters were going.
2: Well, this one failed enough to drastically change the the path that Fox superhero movies are going. Mm-hmm. Um, they the there's rumors of them kind of rebooting the X-Men franchise yeah. entirely. There's a chance, we are crossing our fingers here, that they could work with Marvel like Sony did That'd with Spider-Man so to, to get that all going. So anyway, that, that's kind of the the tone that we're at here. Is like we, we kind of predicted that a lot of the DC movies may or may not happen depending mm-hmm. on how well Batman v Superman and um, Suicide Squad do. Uh, they both did really well commercially, did not do well critically, so... We're kind of in the the middle on that.
0: 12 hours ago, Mm. Collider reported. I saw this when we were reading some other thing on Colin Gray Live today. Avengers and X-Men crossover is an impossibility, says Marvel's Kevin Feig. Much like, much like how Disney and Sony made a pact to bring Spider-Man into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, some fans have been hoping for something similar regarding 20th Century Foxes, X-Men, and the Fantastic Four. The future of the cinematic mutants is a bit murky at the moment, and it's even worse for Marvel's first family. Unfortunately, Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige put the brakes on the chatter in a recent interview. Speaking with Variety about the pr- potential crossover, he said, quote, it's an impossibility at this juncture. We certainly have enough films to keep us busy for a number of lifetimes. At this
1: juncture,
2: but I mean, everyone said I it was know. an impossibility I remember when it was supposed eight.
0: to be crazy for Spider-Man. I'm just sitting yeah, out like, there. Hey, a bad just quarter so the comments got it all.
2: And the hey. the thing with the Spider-Man thing is like that happened like overnight. Oh, where yeah. it went from an impossibility mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. well, we're doing and there's partnerships. So that's the thing is like he is correct. Marvel has way too much on their plate, but if if Kevin were to oversee Fox making its movies and putting that in part of the universe as the reboot. I think they can make that happen. Sure. Um, but it's that, I mean it's, it's all, all a matter of
1: money. It's all a matter yep. of, the,
2: of that chair. Who's going to well, get
0: what? Honestly, what I read between the lines on that with the quote I just read, right, is the fact that I think he's saying he's taking a shot across the bow. I bet Fox is trying to play hardball. of Like, you want this and you need this. And he's like, we could fucking make another 4,000 movies and never need X-Men. Yep. I'm sure yeah. they would love to have them, but yeah. they don't need
2: them. And also, the other thing to keep in mind is Deadpool had not happened yet. Uh, right. When we did our last topic. And well, we, we, That's we a good all, one to talk about now. We now. all expected that to be great. And it was. And it did super well. Uh, well I expected enough to it to again, be good. I
1: didn't expect it to be like... The best R rated movie of all time. Like, <laughs> as, far as, as far as the box office is concerned, I mean, I think it is the highest yeah. grossing R rated movie of all time. And that
2: far. was another paradigm shift with all, all those movies where now Logan is also coming out rated yeah. R. Because yeah. um, of that. I know, it won't be as, as, know, won't be as so, fun,
0: but it's, it's going to be dark. It's yeah, going to be, be hopefully dark. all right. So let's,
2: bloody. let's go through this list here Past because there Stuart is there. There. a fuck ton. Yeah. Of superhero movies. A fuck movies ton of superhero still movies. Still to come. Yeah.
0: And what are we drawing on if they're going to be good? We're making our predictions again. Uh, this is your predictions
2: episode. Yeah, it's predictions of, of, of will it be good? Will it perform well? Uh, and, and of course, it's all relative. So will it perform well compared to the other movies in its franchise? Okay. And, uh, will, and how will it change things going forward? And will, face it, will it even cinema. happen or not? Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one up. It, and we're not we're not talking about Incredibles or Power Rangers, which you could argue are superhero movies. We're talking about DC, Marvel, superhero the movies. The things, the top two. Lego Batman. Oh, the Lego gonna, Batman movie looks that's awesome. That's gonna kill. That's yeah. gonna kill. It's gonna kill. Guy.
1: I think it's gonna be good. The trailer didn't sell me. too it much. It sold me actually. Before I, the second trailer, the one we just saw when I saw Arrival, where, where,
0: he, t- where he tears off his pants. Uh, like the, uh, he's like running. Yeah, I that mean, was, that the,
1: was the same trailer. trailer. But I th- I th- there's something about seeing it on the big screen. It, with the audience and everyone getting into
2: it, and I'm like, I'm into this. I'll watch this now. Yeah, the I trailer. love love the Lego Movie. Yeah, but Lego Batman, I'm like, mm.
0: I want to love it. I love the stylishness of it all, but something about the trailer. I'm with you. The beats aren't hitting exactly, exactly. right. I think it's going to do really well, and I think yeah. I think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, I'm the, super excited. Had, I can't wait. That Lego Dimensions Fun Pack, Ooh. or I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. That Lego Dimensions Story
1: Pack. That looks fucking awesome. They had get me at the the, they had lob, me at the poster get for the little uh, Lego Batman. when yep. it said: Always be yourself unless
2: you can be Batman.
0: Which I'm like, that's fucking genius. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: what, that's this year still?
2: December? No. No, it's February 10th, 2017. We're done this year. Okay. No one's going up against movies. Rogue One at the time. Yeah, Rogue they're One just like, screw owning it. that shit.
0: We, and we all agree that one's going to be garbage.
2: <laughs> first off, no, superhero movie. Second off, I know, no, fuck no, you no, and everything you stand on. I'm just for. saying
0: Gary Widow wrote it. Mm, mm, mm. I'm I'm kidding. I love Gary Wooda. Come back and eat your spotted dick.
2: It's in my cupboard still, Gary. Logan is the next superhero movie. Yeah. March 3rd, 2017. This is a tough one. So Rated R, Hugh Jackman's last X-Men movie, mm-hmm. or last w- movie as Wolverine. Wolverine.
1: Who's directing that?
2: Ooh, don't look it up. You guys keep talking. Um, Jessica Alba. Yes. But yeah, Rated Just, uh, R. It, it seems to be uh, a movie that's in direct reaction to all of, of Apocalypse and all that, where they're mm-hmm. like, all right, you know what? Let's get away from the, the timeline nonsense. This movie seems to be standalone enough and far ahead in the future. Um, it's obviously going to be in one oh, of the yeah, timelines. but Maybold. yeah, yeah. James Mangold.
1: James Mangold, yeah. Who's that? He did uh, The Wolverine and mm. Girl oh, and did 310, he? To 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma I enjoyed. He's a good director. Oh,
0: he did Walk the Line, too. Yeah, he did Walk the Line. He's a good director. Okay, he, okay. he could do this. This one
2: is real hit or miss. I'm not sure. Because they
1: keep fucking up Wolverine movies. Well, he did the good standalone Wolverine.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: The what? It wasn't terrible. Exactly. It wasn't, wasn't ter- X Men Origins. X-Men Origins. Yeah, yeah. Where he's I'll like, I get that. shot with a magic bullet in the forehead, and then suddenly can't remember shit, even though or I have the regenerative you process through the head with this animatium bullet.
0: How would that erase my brain? I, yeah, I just well, have a bullet in my brain that I would matter, heal so around, right? That doesn't take it out. This isn't a my very surgical procedure. I don't know why you're doing but this. Then
1: I'm gonna walk for a long time because that chick told me to walk. Yeah. Exactly. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Logan, I'm. Y- it, we've been burned so many times. Mm-hmm. I've been burned on the standalone Wolverine movies. You know, what I mean, even the, and that's what I'm saying. The Wolverine looked awesome. Yeah, right. It was supposed to be the Wolverine story we would wanted cool. forever. And then, like you're always talking about, and I, you know that I'm not one of these film guys. I don't know all the film oh my stuff. God. <laughs> We get to the third act, yeah. as you would say. Mm-hmm. where There's just a giant and robot samurai, no and it's like, yeah. what the fuck is this? It was good up yeah. to then, and then they cut the thing with him opening the box and having a suit in there. Leave the fucking scene in there. You remember this? Yeah, I thought that wasn't that. No, that was a deleted, deleted scene. scene. Oh, oh. Okay. Give me what I want. Give me the yellow and brown suit. Yeah, yeah I don't know why they don't do that. Last. It was. His, it turned out that was gonna be his last one as Wolverine. Wolverine, we know, right? He's
1: not Logan in some weird future. Weapon X and uh, Apocalypse. So I just I feel like it's. It's going to be an interesting – I think it's going to be a mixed bag. I don't think they're going to be able to hit the level of intensity that they need to hit with that rated R movie because I just don't think that – I don't know that Jackman – what's that? they have the balls to like – Oh, I think they have the balls. I just think that Jackman has been playing that character for so long in a certain way that I just don't think – and this is me just judging off of the – you haven't seen it yet, but there's a scene, spoilers, with Weapon X in uh, X-Men Apocalypse. And that's supposed to be intense. Granted, it was a PG-13 film, but it was supposed to be intense. And it comes off really like – it just doesn't come off as like hmm. in, as as powerful and violent as it's supposed to be because I just don't feel like Jackman. It was awesome. It was by far the best part of that movie. It was cool, but it, I just feel like they need to like when I think of what a Wolverine movie should be, like I think that it should be probably the most violent thing you've ever seen. Like I f- I feel like it should be on the level of of like intensity and shock value as like RoboCop. Or something like that, right? Where you're like, fuck, that was messed up. Like if they're ever going to do a Weapon X story, like it has to be so visceral and so fucked up. Like it's a combination of Robocop and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, right? Because that's that's what's happening in his brain. I just don't think that they're going to go there. Yeah, I'd like them to, but I just don't think they were going to. They I mean, would game, have when Darren Aronofsky was supposed to. Remember back in the day, he was supposed to do the Wolverine movie. Yeah. That would have been fucking insane. Have been you figure? I mean, they awesome. could
0: learn and listen from all this, right? And like we get out of the Logan or the Jackman universe or right. whatever, they reboot it, and then yeah, okay, let's let's give them a very very visceral thing. But it's the problem is that, for better or worse, the X Men. The, like the runaway most popular all the time is Wolverine. Yeah, and do you really sure. want to cut that off and not can't have kids dressed as Wolverine yeah, and buying the toys do and doing
1: all these different yeah. things? that's that's the problem. Like that that character really warrants the the sort of uh, you know Walking Dead treatment, where it's like let's take mm. the kitty gloves off, let's make this fucked up because that's Wolverine. He's a very flawed character. When you make him, and that's always been my problem with Hugh Jackman. It's not his fault. It's the direction of what they needed to do to market him. Is that he's always the happy. He's kind of like the he's the PG thirteen Wolverine.
2: Yeah. Well, the good news is they're literally changing the name to Logan. You know, it's like yeah. literally this isn't Wolverine. This is Logan. So I think they're allowed to kind of go a little farther in terms of the kids, you know, the parents getting pissed off or mm-hmm. whatever because it's a it's a different character. Sure, sure. Um, and the trailer looks super awesome. I love the Last of Us vibe yeah. that it has going and I feel like it is grown up enough and different enough and it seems like uh, disjointed from the comic book-y X-Men universe that I'm like, I believe in it. I do believe in it. Uh, that it really, I think, depends on will... Is if it's good or not will depend on how well it does. It won't do as well as Deadpool, and so I think in that sense it'll be a commercial failure um, for Fox. Like it's right. not going to be the hit that they need it to be. Um, yeah. yeah, I want to believe, agree. I just can't. Next remember, up, remember in Origins how bad his claws look yeah, when really he lives in the mirror? Like uh, the yeah, good. CG good. Guardians Volume Two May Fifth Twenty Seventeen with That's Kurt Russell as Ego. Gonna be awesome. Yeah, Run away. enough said. Definitely believe in that. I'm man. there. Man James Gunn,
1: come on now, son. That see, the the question is can it be can it come close to being as good and fun as Guardians of the Galaxy One? And I think it can.
2: Really? Yeah, why not? So the thing is, Marvel doesn't have the best track record with, with sequels. Sequel of the with, ensemble cast. With number two, or yeah. sequels of anything, really. Yeah. Like I think uh, Captain America is the only sequel that was good.
1: Winter Soldier was a sequel, right? Yeah. And then three was Civil War. Civil right? War.
2: So Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, awesome. Fire Iron Man 2, mm, not so awesome. Thor 2, not so awesome.
1: Age of Ultron, Age not of so Ultron, awesome. Not so not awesome. awesome.
2: So, we'll see. We'll but I mean, it's still see, Guardians. Though, but I
1: mean, I feel like they can do a lot more with Guardians. That's the thing,
2: that. is, I think you still have James
0: Gunn there. You still have the yeah. cast there. They get with the humorous because they got to build it. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to have, you already know the soundtrack's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be awesome. They're going to have all these zany, wacky adventures, whatever, with jokes between each other. And I, I think it'll be that, like, you already see some of it where it's, um, I forget his name, Rooker's character, the blue guy with the mohawk or whatever, who can mm-hmm. whistle and shoot the thing around, interacting with them and actually being out yeah, there. Yeah, so being one a new, of the team members. There's a new dynamic there. Now yeah. Groot's the small guy. Like I think they're going to have a lot of fun with it. I think they have so many fun toys in that box to play with. It's going to be cool. Because it wasn't... C- to compare it, you mentioned group ensembles and did your little Nick wink. You know what I mean? There it is. Uh, the thing here is that watching Guardians... Wasn't the same as watching Avengers, whereas when they do this, we always talk about when they spin around the Mm -hmm. Avengers, the group shot, you're like, here we are finally here after all these years. Whereas with Guardians from the Gecko, you're like, who are all any of these fucks? And then they all got together and you're like, okay, great. But it wasn't like I was like, oh, man, the best part of Guardians is when they got together and fought that thing. It was when they went off and did crazy shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. Wonder Woman, June 2nd, 2017, directed by Patty Jenkins. As far as I know, first female directed superhero movie.
0: Mm, okay i know for dc for sure i'm not sure about marvel but i think that's correct that sounds right that sounds right Kev's shaking, nodding his head. he's got a he's got all the world's knowledge at his fingertips but he's gonna nod and pick his nose a little bit that's what he's <laughs> um
1: <laughs> he's not you're my up. favorite kev i i'm cautiously looking forward to this film I, i'm mm-hmm. cautiously uh not apprehensive was the opposite of apprehensive <laughs> Optimistic. optimistic thank you i'm cautiously <laughs> apprehensive. <laughs> apprehensive uh i'm optimistic i like the way the trailer looks i'm a huge huge fan of both chris pine and gal gadot Gadot. never say your name right that's how big of a fan i am of hers um it looks fun it looks cool the action looks good it i mean i'm sure the story is very predictable but the trailer got me and that's something that uh dc movies up until this point haven't yet well Fuck no, I take that back. I'm sorry. Every DC movies trailer has gotten me up to this point, with the exception of uh, it's uh it's two on on which I thought was just gonna be a pile of dookie. Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, yeah, I'm I'm interested in Wonder Woman. I'm more excited for it than I am a lot of the other DC movies at this point, but it's I don't think it's gonna be good. I wanted to. I think it has a chance at being good. I don't think it has a chance of being great, and that's See, a worry. I think it has a chance of being the
1: first good like start to finish, oh, like okay, well put together. DC film see I feel like at best
2: it's gonna be as good as Man of Steel
1: that's not bad though Man of I mean, Steel wasn't a bad movie like everyone has to stop giving that movie such so much hate it just wasn't excellent it wasn't what the trailer led us to believe it wasn't the Superman movie you expected yeah. it to be that was the problem Like that was the problem if I had seen that in a, in a vacuum where I'm like oh Superman movie cool and I just started watching it I'm like that was pretty cool I've watched it three times yeah, yeah, yeah. It, every time I get to that part where he's like a, de- de- a good death is it's own reward I'm like I don't understand why any of this is happening like why did it, you know? But cool, you know. And then it gets to the end, and I'm like, he saved her. Great. I'm gonna get some popcorn. Um, you get the popcorn after the movie. I get popcorn all the way through, maybe all the way through. Um, I, sorry, I got off on a tangent there. But I think Wonder Woman's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be a fun movie. I think it's gonna build nicely into the into the DC movies. And I think we'll remember this one hopefully with fondly a year from now when we go back. Yeah. and do this again.
2: Yeah, I'm interested. I I'm very impressed by the fight choreography in both the trailers. I've been like, cool. holy shit! Like the action looks like it's shot different and choreographed different than anything else we've seen, which I think goes a long way because these movies at this point we've seen it all. So to see something new is nice. Uh, but the humor, I'm not down with. Like that, the zinger at the end of the trailer. Where it's just like I like the first. How are you singer. supposed to fight in this? And then the, she was like, "Oh, I like to, the fisticuffs." The Shut Everyone's the fuck up. up.
0: I like it's the like first one. Why is one, this in the movie? The first one when they did the whole like that's slavery or whatever. Oh, I like her. And they walked away in the first Wonder Woman trailer. I enjoyed. It's uh-huh. like oh, that's a good singer, st- mm-hmm. a good stinger, as they say. And then yeah, the fighting one at the end. There, I was like, why do we uh, force this? So why are cringy. we forcing this one right here? Yeah. I'm terrified about Wonder Woman because it's either gonna go one on one. Like I'm concerned on the level that I feel. They learned their lesson with Batman v Superman. Okay, that was too dark. People didn't want that. We need to have some fun with this. But Wonder Woman was already in production, mm-hmm. nearly done by that point. So are they fucked? And they're trying to shove reshoots in it. Or are they going to just let it ride? Or maybe it never was at dark. But who knows? And then the trailers for me personally don't excite me. I'm not. I. I mean, I love Wonder Woman. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to be there. I love DC, obviously. Sure. But nothing about him are making. I mean, I, I the fights look cool. <laughs> uh, I I like her outfit. I lo, I like Gal. I like Chris Pine. But even watching them interact, I'm just like, all right. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not yeah. a big fan of this setting. I'm not a big fan of One Roman's Origin in general. I've never really seen it well done as a comic book reader, I feel. I've mm-hmm. never read a book and been like, oh man, yes. The, but then again, it's just because I just don't think I care about gods and goddesses and, you know, all this stuff mm-hmm. and Zeus and like magic is always such a hold up for me in, at both universes. Favorite the, theme song, though. Dun, dun, dun. Ba-da-da. So, I mean, I'm stoked for that. But I'm also, I, I also bet what's going to happen is it's going to be, it'll be the first. Good DC movie that everyone universally agrees, and I won't like it. I will be like, well, it didn't work for me. This really? <laughs> sucks. I can't be on board with anything. I think you. I think you'll like it. I think.
1: I think I all of us are going to so. watch it. Be like, that was good. I, that was m- cool. My
0: main thing is, I fe- I worry about being shell shocked, and like you know, now I'm just like very, like you're saying, cautiously apprehensive about everything. <laughs> Where it's like, I don't know, man. Like I, what you think? I think DC nails the trailers. Trailers they generally
1: nail for all these movies. Where I watch those trailers, I'm like, fuck, that was awesome. I can't wait for this. So for for me, like. There's when I watched the original Batman v Superman trailer, I was like, something's off here, right? And I knew I knew that movie was going to be a little bit of a jumbled mess. Like there were great well, scenes. in it. We knew that it, from the announcement, right? I mean, great scenes in it, but then you see the trailer and you're like, there's just a lot of stuff going on in here, and a lot of these elements don't mix. Like to to put it in a cooking analogy, it's like just throwing everything in the kitchen that you possibly can into a pot and hoping to it God it tastes good. <laughs> and then the the trailer is just a little bit of spoon that you put in front of Tim, and he goes, he does that thing where he looks like a, like a cat, where he's like. No, I don't want that. No, no, I don't want that. Um, Suicide Squad, we obviously saw. Everyone saw the trailer. And you got you were stoked about it.
0: Su- your your revisionist history on this. Her. Suicide Squad trailer, we were all like, that looked fun. No, that no looked he's not. He was never down. Not, no, like I know, but he said everybody it. for a oh. second there.
1: I'm saying, I'm dialing it back right. here, chief. But what I'm saying is, I look at the Wonder Woman trailer, I'm like, this looks like at least a cohesive film. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's going to have a definitive beginning, middle, and an end. There's one character that we have to worry about. And Chris Pine, who is going to be the love interest, which is good. It's fun to see that role reversal, and the action looks cool. That's all I need, really. That's all I need. Like, I'll put it on. It's probably, hopefully, fingers crossed. The best we can hope for. It's going to be Thor. Yeah, and, and I'm and that, okay with honestly. That, I'm that okay is with the that. best
2: we can hope yeah. for.
1: And I liked Thor. I would like to see that chemistry. We'll see how it.
0: goes. I think the fact that it looks like Captain so much like Captain America to me, and I wasn't a big Captain America yeah. fan. It's just like
2: eh, right. I wasn't either for Cop One.
0: Yeah. It has moments, mm-hmm. and I liked, you know what I mean? Like It did a good job of establishing who Captain America was. Mm-hmm.
2: Spider-Man Homecoming, Fuck July yes. 7th. Hell yeah. I think that's going to do super fucking well, and I think yeah, it's, it's going to be a good movie as well. The question is, right
0: now. There's no way it can be bad. Wow. wow. I it's so going to be awesome. Tom Holland is awesome. Mm-hmm. The Spidey suit is awesome. They seem like they're nailing everything
2: about it. They're going the spectacular route. They're killing. What does that mean? The inferior, it's the rate. the age, high school. Ah, yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um My question for you, Tim, as the biggest Spider-Man mm. uh, uh, aficionado fan in the house, do you think this is like okay? Finally, we're going to be on. I mean, on on the right, you know, uh, a train as far as Spider-Man is concerned, because we've rebooted
2: this already twice. Do you think this is it? Like third times the charm? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's under. Kevin Feige. That's all that I need to know to yeah. believe in this, and we've already seen this character. Yeah. We've already seen him in the He's world. So good and it's fantastic. War. Everything about it, it's like, oh shit! This is this is what Spider-Man should be, which is something that I the the Sam Raimi movies. God bless them for their time. Even Spider-Man Two. People love Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man I loved Spider-Man Two. I no longer love Spider-Man yeah, Two. You've gone back to now. It like, now that we've gotten so much other stuff, I'm like, it's hard. It's very. It, it's very hard, and also it's just like Tobey Maguire. At no point was Peter Parker never. Spider-Man in those movies at no point was Peter Parker Spider-Man. He was just the guy that had Spider-Man's powers. Like it never, it had all the drama and it had all the like, you know, him his fight with Harry and Mary Jane and like the dynamics between there. Like, cool, you got the drama down, but they never nailed the fun ever. Whereas I think the Andrew um, Garfield, it's confusing, uh, <laughs> not, not Gold <laughs> um movies were setting that up. They those movies could have been fucking spectacular mm-hmm. if they weren't trying to build a universe that was the problem they got way too ambitious they're they, they, they were just they had to chase this thing of there's going to be a sinister six movie then there's going to be a venom movie yeah. then there's going to be a mary jane solo movie or, or aunt may solo movie like it's like no, no 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 stop just make a movie. Yeah. If they had just done that, I think those movies would have been great because he was fantastic. Peter Parker was more Peter Parker than he's ever been. The Spider-Man was making quips. The action was great. So Emma much Stone of was great. good. Emma Stone was fucking awesome. So much was good. Yeah. And then they just kind of went overboard. See, it's so. so funny to me that you guys say that. Like, I remember watching the first one thinking, wow, they
1: really nailed that. Like, I liked that movie a lot. And then the second one, I'm like, it was a little, it was a sequel. Like, it was, a, you know. Fifty percent less than the other one, but I still enjoyed it. Fifty um, percent is harsh. Twenty percent less than the first one, which is to say, probably disappointing for you guys. Um, and then I got I went came and like started looking at comments and talking to you, and you are like, I, I just don't like any of those movies. I'm like, I am like, no,
2: that's I don't get it. Not me. That's not my sense on this. Well, movies. I just mean like you I know, like those movies. I okay, like, so I, you do like them. I actually like them way more than anyone else does. Like me and Kevin, both of us agree that the amazing Amazing Spider-Man two it has its issues, and we're not blind to them. But it, I thought that it nailed the. The comic feel what it, again going back to Batman v Superman. The thing I liked about it is that it does feel like you're reading a comic book and like there's a bunch of cameos, and this villain and these characters are here for a second, and you don't need to understand why unless you've read their series as well. Sure. And it's a lot, but Amazing Spider Man 2 felt like the 90s Spider Man cartoon, and yeah, that, that there was a million bad guys, and oh, Rhino's only here for three seconds, and whatever, but it's like that's fucking that's cool. cool but it doesn't make a good movie
0: that was I mean I, that, I feel similar to Apocalypse where I, I went and saw Amazing Spider-Man 1 in theaters too mm-hmm. and I remember when the lights came up being like oh that was fine that was fun but it's, it It was getting it was you know it should have been I love Spider-Man so much and it should have been for me a standout because I was such uh, one and two, Spider-Man 1 and 2 fan of Sam mm-hmm. Raimi's work you know what I mean of like and I read, read the comics watched the cartoons did all stuff like I, I like Spider-Man when the lights came up I was like oh it sucks that, that was just another superhero film it was fun but i don't remember anything super positively and so then i never saw two in theaters heard everybody didn't like it that it was gonna fuck up the entire franchise and then eventually watched it on an airplane and i watched it and i was like yeah this was totally fun yeah. this is fine like it's i don't i i thought that it, but it, i understand that it was jamie fox's you know nerd is over the top nerdy yeah. and all this other shit and it was but it was like He's he's fucking made electricity or whatever. I don't really care.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the the movies had a lot of flaws, but I think that what they nailed is the thing that's most important to me was that Andrew Garfield was fucking awesome as Peter Parker and Spider-Man together. And that is why I believe in these movies so much, because Tom Holland is also doing that. So hopefully, these movies keep that up. Uh, So the next up is Untitled Fox Marvel Film on October 6th. So what that not means happening October. is it's either going to be an X-Men movie or a Fantastic Four movie or the Gambit movie or Deadpool something or other or Isn't whatever. Is not Channing
0: Tatum supposed
2: to be? Channing Tatum is doing a Gambit movie that's way down TBA. It was supposed to be last year, got pushed back to this year, then it got pushed to just TBA. Right. So we'll see if that ever happens.
0: I don't, This October Fox movie, not happening. Mm-hmm. In a year, they're going to pull a, a superhero movie out of their ass. No way. Yeah.
2: Not happening. Um. then Thor Ragnarok November 3rd 2017 I can't wait for that I'm excited that's the problem right is that like Thor 1 and 2 were like eh, whatever Thor I don't Thor, really care. Thor 1 I thought was surprising because I didn't give a fuck about Thor yeah. and I went out of that like huh I kind of think Thor's okay. Yeah, I like.
0: Thor. I mean, if that, yeah, sure. I kind of felt that way too. I mean, like, I loved it when he smashed his beer, but it was just like weird, and like, it was also the same thing at the time when that was like our first real introduction to magic as well in that universe, mm-hmm. where like I'll it's never not, forget in that small it's town, that magic it's science. Shut it's up, In that little th- in that town, when the other three Norse gods were walking down the street, and I was like, that looks so fucking fake in real in the real world, the way they're. And I'm like, ah. That was far. also
1: because of the way it was shot. That, I, I stand by the fact that as much as I love Kenneth Branagh as a uh, as a shakespearean actor and for his work and everything else he's done i did not like the direction of that movie but what i think where it excelled and where i'm excited to see if they can get back to is i love the chemistry between him and natalie portman mm-hmm. i thought that relationship i was like this is one of the best relationships i've seen in this in this universe up to this point granted there was only four movies before it but i love watching those two act on screen i love chris hemsworth just take your shirt off and make out with natalie portman in front of me and you get my money
2: there you go and also add the Hulk and potentially Doctor Strange. And they're talking
1: about being like a buddy cop. Buddy,
2: buddy cop, cop or whatever. like the- directed by the people that did uh, When You're in Shadows. Oh, what? the guy
1: that did uh,
2: What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, What We Do in I the fact, Shadows. I can never say his
1: name, but he's What's awesome. the rumor?
0: Isn't the rumor, like, the first 15 minutes, there's no dialogue, it's Hulk getting shot into space or something, and then he lands and he runs, and then he runs around a corner and runs into Thor, and, like, that's the start of the movie? Haven't heard that. That's a rumor That'd I I'll try. It. I'll that's do it. fucking Wait, awesome. are they doing, like,
1: Planet Hulk-style stuff? Or?
0: Yeah. I'm t- this is an old I mean, rumor i heard. I mean, it
1: it sounds it. like it's inspired by that oh awesome well that kind of makes sense right because yeah. last time they, we saw him he was like flying, flying away flying himself away
2: uh, Justice League November 2017 <laughs> it's going to kill numbers wise it's not going to get good reviews
1: no. the trailer
0: that, I, that stuff they released I was like this looks awesome this is what I want to see and I know that I'm totally the DC fanboy or whatever yeah. I enjoyed Batman v Superman take it with a grain of salt whatever yeah. but like that interaction between him and the Flash I thought was awesome the uh, the Aquaman confrontation I'm like I want to see all this I, play this out this is yeah. my thing. I do too like how much of it Yeah, I'm I'm still trying to find my my thing about the Thor
1: thing. How much of it do you think is that we're still reeling from the Nolan universe, and that people just don't understand the vibe of this? Versus, I mean, granted, they haven't really nailed it that much, but like this will be the first one we see where it's it is that sort of like kind of plucky, like Affleck's. You're not sure if he's trying to act or not the entire time, but it's fun. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I give him two more movies where I'm like, I get it. They Will ferrell me, right? Where at first I didn't like Will Ferrell. I was no. like, I don't get this guy's humor. And then finally I watched Anchorman for like the 15th time. And I'm like, I get it. I get what they're going for here. here He's I have a question for you, Tim. Yes. How many more superhero movies are on this? There's j- a lot. J- 74. Here's what I want to do. This is going to be
0: an unheard of thing. Yeah. I think we'll could make we we'll make a break right here. Because topic two, we're, we're flirting with about. Ooh, and I okay. think we can okay. apply topic okay. two to everything else we go through. And we can pick up right here okay. with what we're talking about with the DC universe. Sure. All right. All right, that topic was brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, <laughs> oh God, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Now, as you all know, Nick Scarpino, bless his heart, years ago. Made kind of funny.com. the original kindofunny.com of with Squarespace. It was a big help to us, and I'll tell you why. First off, it was easy. Creating your website with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. Uh, it's got free custom domains. That's right. Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site simple. If you sign up for a year, you'll receive the custom domain for free. Plus, it has beautiful templates. Design a best-in-class online store with Squarespace award-winning templates, customizable settings, and more. All without a single plugin. And did I mention, ladies and gentlemen, and I know I didn't because I'm just reading right down the page, that Squarespace offers 24-7 customer support. Every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. No matter how technical your problem or trivial-seeming your question, one of the team is always online to assist you. So start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code Funny, all one word, to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart! They didn't say to like extend it like that. I just did it because I thought it sounded epic. So topic two yes. comes. I was literally just texting. From Patreon.com slash kind of funny, where our good friend Aziz, of course, Aziz. hit us up with a topic. He supported us for a month, got his topic on the air, and his topic is: how far can goodwill or bad will affect a future project? He says, E.g. movie, show, games. He has a bunch of examples, right? Uh, Inafune seems to have lost the goodwill he ever had with this with this year with the release of Mighty Number no. Nine and ReCore. How far how will this affect his things, his future projects? Uh, then he says because of Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman, people are not as excited. Or, I'm sorry, people are not excited and more pessimistic about the upcoming Wonder Woman Justice League movies. Parentheses, which is crazy but understandable. How far do you think this will affect DC? And then he goes on to Marvel and like so now we're we're right in yeah. the same wheelhouse here. So that's the the I'm, I am I. And when it comes to popular opinion on the DC Cinematic Universe and me giving them rope and like, no, 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 they're trying to be grounded. Batman v Superman is going to play on that you're a lot of laugh you're a lot of smile I, I, I know I see you yeah. fighting it Good. but like that like that was always my thing right of like you were disappointed in Man of Steel fine the trailers for Batman v Superman look like they're dressing that head on that's an awesome thing and then what I kept saying right is that Suicide Squad would be the most important movie in the DC Cinematic Universe because it would be the first one removed from Snyder mm-hmm. and for them to say no 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 it's not Snyder being stupid this is the universe you exist in right where it's darker and it's real and it's dark, And that totally didn't work out you know what I mean Like. The movie sucked on its own without Zack Snyder being at the helm of it, right? So, I do feel that I worry that Wonder Woman. I I think there's goodwill behind Wonder Woman that'll benefit it because not Snyder. Everybody like, you know, everybody. It seems like it's like Wonder Woman was awesome in Batman v Superman. Mm -hmm. We liked her. We liked Gal. We want to see what she's going to do with the character. Okay, we'll go do that. I still think it's going to struggle a bit, and then I think Justice League is going to review it's 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 interesting because i do think that in a lot of ways and not for suicide squad but and i'm not even trying to play like fucking internet commenter here stick with me but i do think that dc's been behind the eight ball from ever there's been bad will behind them forever Mm -hmm. you're just copying marvel you're late to the game why are you doing this so every time they come out they are a nickel and dime for everything they do wrong and they do a lot wrong don't get me wrong but these movies get put under the microscope and really fucking torn apart whereas like I criticized Civil War, right? And it was like, what are you fucking talking about? I'm like, okay, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I think it's a good movie, fine. It just wasn't for me. But it's mm-hmm. like there is that dichotomy, and I think there is goodwill infused with that. I think Justice League has a ch- chance to be better than the rest critically and uh, uh, received by the community because I think it's going to be what people always want, and that's hat in hand, you were right it's gonna be Zack Snyder and the cast they're gonna to have to answer this question on every fucking interview they do from here until the Justice League 2 probably mm-hmm. of hey we heard you loud and clear you, you didn't like what we were doing you didn't like this we're making it lighter we're putting humor in there this is written from this is this is planned from ground zero that way rather than Suicide Squad where it was like, oh, fuck, there's there a bad reaction there. Let's get some reshoots in there. Let's try to fix this movie and give people what they want, even though it's too late. I think them coming out and saying that and being like, we listened and we're working on it. And this is what I think people are going to go in there more inclined to give them a chance. Whereas I think Batman v Superman was. No, no, no! Fuck you! Man of Steel was Man of Steel, and this is Batman v Superman. It's gonna be Batman v Superman. Suicide Squad is gonna be Suicide Squad. Oh fuck! It can't be. Do this? No, it's too late. Mm-hmm. You're too late on trying to build your universe. You're doing it too fast. You're too late on trying to put this humor in there. Don't do it. I think if they come out, this is their first chance to walk out and be like, "All right, we've heard everything you said. This is our answer. Let's go from here."
2: Yeah, you- I don't. I just don't think it's. It's possible. I think, I, and don't get me wrong, it very well might not be. Yeah, I mean, I'm on the other side in terms of the goodwill, badwill thing. I just think yeah. that like they've, they've fucked up so badly that the, in terms of will that Justice League is dead on arrival in terms of people's thoughts. Everyone's going to go into that. And you're talking about the microscope. I feel like it's, it's not even so much a microscope as much as just looking like making sure you have glasses on like cuz it's when you're talking about the Marvel movies uh you get criticized because people go into the Marvel movies based on their track record of um how good is this one going to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas people go into the DC movies, how, how bad, bad is this, is this one going to be? be? Yeah, so yeah. it's totally just a different lens. So being critical of Civil War, people are going to be extra hard on you because you're going the, the other way. Sure. And like being positive yeah, about the DC movies, you're facing the the yeah, other thing going there. Going against the crowd, and uh, the crowd. Uh, it's it's just hard because those it's those movies are set up to be what they are. And I don't think that Zack Snyder or any of them are going to change a single thing. I don't think there's a hat in hand at all. I, think I mean, they already like,
0: did with like that. I mean, like the the long footage of Justice League. League, was pair, was the, what, came out a week and a half after that studio set visit they brought a bunch of journalists to, and there they were saying that. Like, we want you to watch us film this this Bruce Wally scene. We're trying. But I mean, I think that that's, it's marketing. Or Barry, sorry, I think Perry.
2: it's marketing less than actual, we're changing the movie, you know? Instead yeah. of actually fixing the problems, they're just saying, hey, but look at this. You know, it's, it's more of a distraction than an answer. And I, I just think that, like, there's, at this point, because of the, because they've spent, so long building this universe they're fucked like they're already down this path You can't all of a sudden change things like we we're talking about well, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine like it's been so long that him being the Wolverine that we need him to be is Impossible in the same way. It's like with Justice League. Well now there's a whole bunch of characters that are gonna be together This is gonna be Batman v Superman too. like there's no way around that No way. Yeah, and it's the question is gonna be is it better than Batman v Superman or not? It's not gonna be is this movie good? There's like very few people out there believe that this movie could be good, I think.
1: I think that audiences hold grudges up until the point where you give them something really good. So if for any reason Batman Justice League was just, by some miracle, I don't think it will be, but by some miracle, fucking amazing, I think you would get every single person back on board on that train ASA like like that. I just don't think that like – I. you see time and time again people try things or they, or they fail at these projects – and yeah, people love to hate, but you know what we love even more than that? Redemption. We love redemption. Mm. We love seeing that champ get knocked the fuck out, and then train real hard, and then fight again. And did he win? We don't know, right? Oh, we saw um, the X Men movies. Exactly. Did, That's right? a great
0: point that I was thinking when you said that. Of like how bad, like how bad X Three was, mm. and how I was like, fuck the X Men movies. Not Corporate like I made writer. posts and you went out and picked yeah. it or something. But then First Class came around, you're like, oh fuck.
2: But there's differences, though, and the difference there is that was a reboot, that was a different set of directors, mm-hmm. and that was after a significant amount of time. Not a reboot. It, right. But it, it was a reboot. Kind of, yeah, but in, but their, in their mind, the they were still building re- into the right, same... Days
0: of Future Past then rebooted that kind the timeline. of reboot. No, 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 no,
2: no. First Class was a reboot of X-Men. It's just, it was still in the same timeline, but it was yeah. still a reboot of the franchise. See, that's, the, that's their problem right there, though, is they stupidly
1: decided they were going to stick with the canon of the old one. They should have just completely rebooted it. But sorry, continue, get off-tangent, continue. But,
2: but, I mean, I... I mean, I think that First Class, like that universe, was definitely a reboot of the X-Men franchise. And yeah, it had nods here and there to the other Mm -hmm. stuff, but it wasn't until Days of Future Past that they're like, cool, we can make this work in parallel universes because that's what comics do. And we're at a point where movie-going audiences can understand multiple uh, timelines. And like, this is Marvel 616, this is Marvel whatever the hell. As a
0: casual fan, I didn't understand that.
2: I thought or Days or?
0: of Future Past was a prequel to X-Men, the Bryan Singer movies, and so I went through, and then when we got to Days of Future Past. No, it is. Just... It
1: is. He's just saying it's sort of – they're taking some liberties with it, and they've just they're trying to reboot it kind of – it's a reboot not in the most literal sense, but in a, hey, spiritual – we're, we're, we're trying to, you know, okay. kind of make
2: uh, You could watch First Class the, and not know anything about the other movies right. and still be fine, sure. okay. totally fine. But it and still
1: does play into the canon of the other movies. Yes, yeah, like saying, yeah, yeah. It's, sure. still, it's
2: still in the canon, but it's still a reboot. You know, and but in the um, Days of Future Past rebooted the timeline. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Where are we at? Agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, that look on your
1: face like, I'm still confused. No, I got
0: it. I yeah. just don't understand what the original argument does. Just it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs>
1: um, then, yeah, I'm sorry. So continue.
2: God. Deadpool 2 is the next one. January 12th, 2018. Tim Miller, here's, left the project.
1: Here's an interesting one, right? Mm. This is going to be, this is going to be a very, very, very interesting movie to keep your eye on because if it fails... That's it's going to be fascinating and people are going to point it, a lot well, of fingers well, at Ryan Reynolds and the producers of that movie. Well, well a definition of fail is what? Critically failing. Yeah. It's going to do numbers no matter what. It's going to do business no matter what because I think coming off of Deadpool people are going to go no matter what anyone says about it they're going to go they're going they're going to flock to see do it. Do you think more than saw Deadpool 1? Yeah. More than? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Because think about all this like think about how many people you've you've talked to that wouldn't have even thought to see Deadpool 1 in theaters and are now they watch it, fan on, because they watch it on, on yeah, demand or yeah. on on HBO or whatever it's on. My wife included, where she was like, I, "Should I watch this Deadpool?" My sister told me to see it. I'm like, "Yeah, you should watch it. That's fucking cool." Mm-hmm. And she actually liked it. Will she go see it in the theaters? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. that's a that's a Tim and Greg movie. Yeah, um, according to her, I like that. Actually, she still says Mike P movie, but she means you guys. That's Mike P lives in LA. Um,
2: um, no, see, I think that it coming out in early 2018 is like perfect for it because any later, I think it would have been too far out, and there's mm-hmm. a chance that. A lot of bad movies could happen that would cause people to be like, mm, I don't know. But I think that that's a perfect time. Deadpool two, I think, is still gonna see. Kill. That's what's interesting, and it goes back
0: to the goodwill badwill thing. Is I don't know. I don't know how many. I don't think you could have enough bad superhero movies to do it because I feel like bad superhero movies right don't on. necessarily affect the universe or other superhero movies. They affect that franchise, uh-huh. and that's what I think happening with Deadpool, where it's like. I love Deadpool. I've heard all my friends talk about Deadpool. Deadpool's coming back out. Hooray, hooray, hooray. We're going to go see it. We're going to go see it. And I think it's a goodwill thing. Of There's so much goodwill behind the name Deadpool yep. as a movie. I, the director who left, I don't know his name, and I don't know his work. I understand as a person who has pays a little bit of attention to film that that, that's going to change the tenor of the movie and all this different stuff but having ryan reynolds and tj miller and all the same people back i don't think you're going to lose as much now of course i'm the guy who you know was like oh spider-man 3 sounds like a lot of shit's happening but i love sam raimi he'll fix oh fuck you know what i mean like you get burned all the time
2: yeah I, i think i'm talking more about just timing um if there was a lot of bad movies around it like, I think that ah, it's kind of okay. it's kind of the, the video game argument we always make sure. where it's like early in the year, you know, when games come out, br- it room has to room breathe. to breathe. And I think that people would be like, oh, cool, Deadpool. Yeah. And like they won't even think of it necessarily as a superhero movie. Whereas if it were to come out at a time when there's an Avengers movie and another X-Men and movie and, Wars, and uh, Justice stuff. League yeah, yeah, yeah. and all this stuff, that I think Deadpool could kind of get the like, oh, yeah, there's a Deadpool. I'll watch it later. Gotcha. You know, um, moving on. Black Panther. Uh, this Angela is a,
0: Bassett just joined the cast as the recording this today.
2: The the thing with this movie is I feel like they just keep adding cast members. <laughs> yeah, and they're not making a movie.
0: <laughs> we'll put them all it's, in a room. This is like it holy out. shit!
2: Like how many cast members are in this movie? Sounds like an amazing cast though. And uh, who else is in it? Directed by Ryan Coogler, the Creed director. Oh, okay. So it's like cool. And this is another one of those like I would put this in the Doctor Strange, um, Ant Man category. Go ahead and impress me of like. It's your game to fail, my friend. Yep, exactly, like, come exactly, on. exactly. But, uh, it, but I think the, they'll kill it.
0: The only thing I think that it has going against it, and this is the smallest of things, is that leaving Civil War, I wasn't
2: like, man, Black Panther was awesome in that movie, and you were alone in that thought. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I don't. Mean, I don't. I. I, don't... I I thought he was cool. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't like, oh, man, I can't wait for the Black Panther movie. But people are like that. Everyone else. Seems it might just
0: be. be that I was so hung up on Spider-Man, that I wanted Spider-Man so bad. Uh-huh. And then I loved Ant-Man's contribution. And I loved um, Falcon and Bucky's interaction. Mm-hmm. Like There was so much going on that was so awesome. And I wanted to know more and give me another scene about that. This guy with his dad, then grieving about his dad, then in the suit and me going, I don't understand his powers, really. The suit's... The suits made a, like, fucking Captain America medal, but he, is he strong, super strong? Like, what's his, okay, and he's got a cave. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, like, but it's the same thing of, like, I didn't give two fine fucks about Doctor Strange before this. I thought he was a, a, a stuffy old guy. It turns out he's awesome, at least in this movie. So why not? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, no, that's I'm, the whole thing of, yeah, go in there and make what you gotta make I'm
2: talking about it. it. I predict Nick's gonna love this movie. Black Panther. Black Panther? I really think he's gonna love it. Okay. Uh, the Flash, then. March 16th, 2018. <sighs> The
0: Flash is one of the movies I could see disappearing. You know what I mean? I I How d- quick? Ah, gone in a flash. No, I I feel like that one could fall off the radar cuz correct me if I'm wrong. There's not a lot of concrete information on Batman. The the Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman movie, the right? The
2: Batman right now is Untitled Batman. Tentative for March 2018, directed by Affleck, Affleck, written by starring him. Affleck and starring uh, Joe, Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. And uh, the thing with that is that that date of March 2018 uh, came from an interview they did where they said it was going to be, I think, like eight months after something after Justice League. Or so, gotcha. There's something that they did that got us to March. And what's what's the flash date right
0: now? Because we're in 2018. The flash already. date
2: right now is March 16th,
0: 2018. Yeah, I see. I think I think it's the thing we're talking about. I think everybody's. Gun shy right now, based on Batman v Superman. Mm. I think uh, you have to get Justice League out to see what people think of this Flash. And I think DC's very like after Suicide Squad, you know, not bombing critically. I think everybody's like, "What do we do? Hold on, Jeff Johns. What you know? You're in these meetings now. What Let's are we not doing? bury the lead, Batman? Exactly, Batman. exactly. And, and that's the same thing. Remember too that they were like, "All right, we are making another standalone Superman movie. Like that wasn't they had this whole docket right? Oh, fucking to 2020 with 2020 with Green Lantern." And then finally like, oh, fuck, we'll do a Superman movie too. So it's like, all right, you're, you're, you, were, you thought everything's going to go amazingly from the core. You'd be able to expand. The core is not stable. So let's drop the Flash. Let's drop Cyborg. Not drop these characters like never to have them again. Mm-hmm. But like push their movies back. Get the Superman and Batman movies done. Get Wonder Woman 2 out there. Get another Justice League. Maybe yeah. not a Wonder Woman 2, but Justice League.
2: Yeah, the, Ezra Miller, Real interested in this guy. Fantastic Beast and where to find him. Yeah. I was like watching the movie. I was like, "Who the fuck is this dude?" Yeah, it took like, me I'm a while, not... while too. And Flash. I was like, "Oh, it's the Flash." And I was like, "I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not sold. Yeah, I'm really not sold. I didn't like him too much in the trailer." Um, and I uh, Fantastic Beast. I'm like, yeah. he's a really good actor. What's the so movie we'll I saw where
0: he was having sex with an saw older him in lady?
2: Also, too, I can't remember what
1: it was. Look, I'm looking up. You guys keep talking. Big Kev's on it. Look at it. Up. I ju- like he keeps popping up in random things. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. is that the fucking flash? <laughs> <laughs> that is the fucking flash. He flesh. had
0: long hair and he had sex with yes. somebody. What
1: what what are we thinking?
0: But I remember he got a nosebleed. Oh, I've almost got it. i w I'm not gonna look at the screen. I wanna say it's oh. something like this is 40 or Mm-mm. no! Train wreck.
1: He was in train wreck, right? Yes. He was like was he was the one where he she was he was at his yep. mom's house, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Train like, wrecked. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. What I What I appreciate from two fucking seconds of Ezra Miller's The Flash in that Justice League thing where he gets to talk is that he doesn't sound like Grant Gustin. Mm. He is clearly some other... He seems like he's an indoor kid. (laughs) Flash, you know, he's got all his Rick and Morty things playing and he's sitting there and he's socially awkward and he's very different. And I like that idea of a character of like, okay, cool, what's going to happen with that? But I don't know anything about it in terms of like if that... Was just him being awkward with Bruce Wayne and Batman? Or if he's like that altogether? Because he gave me that uh, Sheldon from the Big Bang Theory kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Which like would be interesting to see pattern. that with powers. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, I okay. So. And we've
2: talked about this a million times with the Justice League trailer. But, like, for me, I loved it when it, he was just like, I'm joining you. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, you're just stoked about this. But then he goes a little too then far and does the Sheldon that last thing. Beat. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Please don't do that. that but no you know what?
1: That, that. But that's the thing. Like, that is... <sighs> That's that's one of those things where I'm like the trailer guys should have cut that out. They had a perfect beat where he was like, "I'm in." He's like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." That was perfect. That was it. It was so Move perfect. On. That is so. That one example is so is such a, a kind of it shines a lot of light on where their heads are at with with this whole thing. Is it just doesn't have the finesse that the Marvel films do? But that's why I'm interested to see what Jeff Johns does. Like he, I'm sure he'll come in and be like, "Okay, let's let's start to just sculpt this thing toward something that we would." consider in the animated realm being a success
0: yeah i don't know the flash is going to be very interesting and see how it all plays and it's another thing too of like goodwill badwill kind of thing mm-hmm. of like the flash on tv is the best live action superhero show i've ever seen it's nailing Hands it down. it's consistently amazing it's yeah. in season three right now what
1: season three is not that great
0: i mean it, what are you talking about like the from Flashpoint on yeah i like that fine i like the idea of that i like seeing wally yeah. in the day then okay fine we well, are yeah, yeah. okay uh yeah uh i mean don't get me wrong i i whatever We'll judge it when the season's over because season one was like some of the best television of all time for superheroes. Mm -hmm. But anyways, back to the point is that the the Flash TV show and Grant Gustin's portrayal of Barry and Flash has ruined the Flash comic for me to where Mm. I try to read the Flash comic. And I'm like, he doesn't look like Grant. Grant want to do this. This isn't how the I can't do. It's great there. But like the problem is now I'm not alone in that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You're going to get a bunch of DC fans who step in and are like that's not how it did And I, I don't, based on what they're showing, the fact they're going so drastically different with this, the suits different. Even when Jeff Johns talks about the powers, right? He doesn't talk about him being fast. He talks about him being able to manipulate like time and space. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool and interesting. And I want to see how they play with all that.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested. I'm shocked that you think that they're going to uh, maybe drop the The flash movie, because I think flash is definitely there after wonder woman. they're, they're next in line.
0: Yeah. right? But I think you got to get Batman. To and I, I, I agree.
2: Yeah. And especially looking at that timing. It's like, I feel like Batman, I mean, in my opinion, they should just, just, just do Batman. I mean, focus the on fact Batman. That, uh, and if other people make cameos, cool, but just make Batman movies. Hey,
0: who's, who, yeah, I mean, who's the villain of the flash fucking Lord, of I know exactly. Cause there's no, no, they don't have an announcement, but death we know in Batman and he's been cast and here's this CG fucking thing of him from the justice league set. I'm like, Oh, okay. I wonder what's gonna yeah, what you're putting yeah. your money into and where we're going
2: with it. Yeah, this. because if they drop Flash, like straight up drop Flash, everything <laughs> after that's dropped. All the other guys. Sure. are dropped.
0: I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't hold out hope for the Flash happening there. I don't hold off Aquaman. I don't. Uh, is is Shazam still on there? I,
1: or,
2: yeah. 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 So okay.
0: So
1: then move it on. They would be dumb to not do Shazam because they have the rock in it.
0: Do they though? Because that was something that got announced forever ago, and then I rarely ever hear about it. And yeah. once Flash wore the Black Adam shirt, and it's just like. Okay, fine, but again,
2: everything is fucked right now. Yeah, you sure. have to fix everything. I mean, we can't move on. The way to fix it is The Rock. Yeah, Here, Here's the definitely. thing. If Marvel somehow swoops in against The Rock, that's just like the, the final. You're done. You're done, buddies. Uh, but but we'll see. Uh, Avengers Infinity War on May 4th, 2018. Mm-hmm. That's one of those ones that like it's going to sneak up on us, I think. I think that it's just like it's far out now. They, no, they're doing but. Infinity 1 and 2, right? They're so renaming them. It's or something. now in Avengers: Infinity War, and then the second one is currently untitled Avengers movie. So it'll be Infinity War two. Yeah, or whatever just they under want. Different the
1: Gauntlet or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah.
2: But they are that. That is a two part story of the Infinity, well. It, the it was originally pitched that way, but it sounds like I mean, it's yes, okay. But it's it's going to be it's not titled that though because there's no way
1: they can do that justice in one movie. Oh yeah, yeah they yeah, have no. to do those. That that has to be split into two, and it has to be.
2: Epic. I mean, it's at least how things are going now from what we know about it. I would imagine that Phase One is the more getting the B tier guys together, sure. The Guardians of the Galaxy and Doctor Strange and whatever, and all them kind of being there, and then. Um, for the second part, whatever the fuck it ends up being called, bringing Captain America and Iron Man and Thor and all those guys. Huh? You think that's it. how it goes? Yeah, I would think I mean, the first think they, one they split is split the thing up. Bit, I would think but, the
0: first one is the core, like. B tier Avengers all these fucking assholes nobody cares about and then bringing in then you have to get Captain America and Iron Man to pair up and then they look out and they realize they need or even if they somehow get it but get Guardians in there and get everybody mm-hmm. else Doctor Strange all the people that are like on the outskirts yeah. to be together And then, but then you cut it like right as Thanos shows up or whatever
2: yeah coming. well will see I don't know there's there's a couple ways they can, can play it because there was multiple movies before then so I don't know mm-hmm. where things are gonna kind of shake out yeah we'll out. see how
1: many of the because I, I could easily see them going that first one is him getting the the last Infinity Stone mhm I'm like forming the gauntlet like halfway through and then the rest of it's just like like they get destroyed And then the first movie. The next movie is like bringing that
2: plan back yeah. to go get him. Oh, my God. Fuck. Yeah, I can't believe we're here. <laughs> I can't believe we're gonna see like, <laughs> but after this, the, then the, what? Then this, it is Marvel's. Sad Thomas. thing is we're not gonna get
1: the we're not gonna get the like the, some of those iconic shots like we're not gonna get the shot of Wolverine with the, the, the claws hanging in the fence and things like that because he just can't do it. But yeah, we'll get some other shit yeah, It's we'll gonna figure figure it be great. Out. Yeah, I mean it's that really
0: cool that's out. those are the ones that gets exciting because I think it's what's exciting now is seeing everybody meet because then it is again we get that Avengers moment that we all yeah. loved so much of these characters we knew from different things to come back together. That's the
2: first time we're getting that uh, in a real grand way since Avengers. I mean, right. We've gotten Civil. War war to an extent mm-hmm. uh but even that was still introducing new characters i think that Infinity war is going to be that like holy shit moment yeah
1: they could have done and they could have done a lot more with civil war too. that could have been two-parter if they wanted to but uh
2: they did, they did it justice yeah then very quickly after that july 6 2018 ant-man and the wasp that's fun yeah interesting that's it. cool that yep. wasp is in, in the title so we'll see. I think that could be fun with the two of them. I liked them in Ant Man. I think yeah, that I think true. that this one has a potential to be better. I hope than she's the first not wearing one. the wig again. I just I just hope she's not wearing the wig. <laughs> I don't understand why they make them wear wigs.
1: I'm like, I just let her hair be whatever it is.
2: That untitled Fox movie, July thirteenth, twenty eighteen. Who knows? What that I that's mean. at the point that maybe that's long enough for it to be. Something but Maybe. at the same time it's like I'm really Interested I just I'm just holding out That Marvel and Fox figure it out and just go Because otherwise there's rumors of like oh, They're going to re do another reboot of the Fox of X-Men so it's a total new start Without Hugh Jackman being Wolverine um, It's the Dark Phoenix Saga, saga But Jean Grey still Sansa from Game of Thrones mm. And it's just like don't do another <laughs> Fake ass reboot like ugh.
0: Yeah start from scratch scratch go all the way down
2: Yeah with Marvel or just don't Yeah for a while Aquaman July 27th 2018 directed by James Wan a furious seven fam
0: see I still think you're talking about like you know behind Wonder Woman flashes the guy right yeah right now I would agree with that I still think Jason Momoa could kill it in mm. Justice League and mm. be the awesome like holy shit now I said that that could be the thing with Batman v Superman before we knew it right like I was thinking he might have a Hulk like moment or whatever oh, you
2: didn't like his moment in Batman vs Superman, oh, yeah there was enough. The no, no, there was too, there the was too, too much paint.
0: moment. Oh, there's too yeah. much <laughs> moment in Batman vs <laughs>
1: Superman. Again, another one of those things. It's like, so this is the problem. They have too many fucking voices in the room because you know someone was like, what? Why are we still on this shot?" Yeah, yeah. And then some execs like, "Well, we have to remind people there's an Aquaman <laughs> movie coming up." And then some the other the first guy one's like, "They get it. They know what it is. They try this they the whole thing. He just just do away. the eyes. Just, just do, do the, the, the Flash eyes. eyes. That's awesome." The guys like. I think we should make sure. I think we should make sure.
0: Anyways, I think he could be cool, and like, cause people love Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. I feel like you guys are bigger do movies. They yeah, they that's do. The Shut do up. They?
1: Why do they love Jason Momoa?
0: Game of Thrones, right? Cal what Drago. season? When's the last time we saw him and do anything that was and fun? And that's a question I have. Of like, I was about to say before I was rudely interrupted. Of you guys know more about movies and stuff than I, I do. Apologize. Has he been in other stuff? Has he been no. doing stuff?
1: No, that is weird. Not really? He did. A, um, <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> he, did, he did. I think he did. I think he did a bad Conan the Barbarian remake that, oh. that tanked. I think that was. him. I do think that's true. Um, and then The Rock did a Hercules remake that looked a lot like that, and they both tanked. It, it didn't matter. Um, <laughs> non sequitur. I just thought I'd call that out because were throw pretty it out much the there. exact same movie. Um, Jason Momoa. Here we go. Oh, he's in Baywatch with The Rock. That's fantastic. He'll oh break. wait,
0: no, maybe that, no. That's he's he was on the Baywatch TV show. My apologies. Oh, oh God, God. Who is him. he on the Baywatch TV show? He's
2: probably there's the a Baywatch TV show currently. No, no, no. no, there no. Was. I, I was about no, to no, lose no. my man, fucking. I thought, I, <laughs> I thought Jason Momoa was like on Baywatch, like the fucking knockoff Baywatch. Like nice <laughs> or whatever it was.
1: <laughs> Two p.m. on CBS. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be probably a great move for his career at this point. Um No, I mean the thing is, I'm not knocking Jason Momoa. I loved him as Khal Drogo, but he got really big, really fast as. That Who's character. Look at that lifeguard, huh? A young Jason yeah, Momoa over fuck there, huh? That guy. Jesus Christ. Wow. I mean, I would
2: fuck that guy. Is what I meant. Whoa. So. Yes. Yes. Well, All right. We're open here. Moving on. One that I'm fucking so excited for: animated Spider-Man movie, December twenty first, twenty eighteen.
1: I don't know they were be awesome. That. Who's voicing it? Do we know?
2: No, we don't know. We don't know much about it. We know the producers, and it's the the typical Marvel people. So you, when
1: you say animated, you mean like wide release animated, animated theatrical on the level release, of
2: theatrical Pixar
1: movies. Yes, like that. that's really cool. That's Maybe. gonna be put on the back shelf.
0: You think? Yeah. I, Tom Holland's gonna come out and be awesome, and they're gonna like let's keep. Yeah, but he could be the movie voice movie? then. Why would they make an animated movie? Make make it number two. I'm with Kevin on this one. Same reason why they would totally make a Lego different. Batman movie. Yeah, but I mean animated, you know, it's Disney, sure. But I still think, from when you say Spider-Man animated movie, I think the DC animated movie, I think direct to your console yeah. or your, your DVD shelf. I hope it's not. I no, hope no, no, that no, this no. is theatrical. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let me dial back. dial back. When I'm, you're, I'm, In your world, you're correct. It's theatrical. And I'm saying as a typical movie-going person, I'm like, oh, a Spider-Man movie they're put in theaters? That's weird. I'm not going to go see that. I'm not going to see a cartoon in, in theaters. A, a Spider-Man cartoon that I can see on TV or on my DVDs. You're a hating-ass hater. I am a hating-ass hater. What are you going to do, by? Who's going to come at me? Get, but Make who's
2: it spectacular Spider-Man season three, but in a movie. Greg Weissman
0: is very busy. He's
1: working i young justice. He doesn't need you getting in his ear about oh, anything else. God bless him for that. Um, no, but at the same token, you'd see Lego Batman. I think it'll be the same. But again, that's totally thing. different.
0: Lego Batman isn't
1: like we're trying to tell you a real Batman story. Sure. We're
0: like we're in the Lego universe and it's fun. But and cute this and could be the, 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 too, right?
1: This could be a kid's version of like more like a Pixar film. It doesn't have to be like an intense. Perfect.
0: But when's the last time I went and saw a Pixar film in theaters? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Well, you're a monster. Well, you I am. You're right, you were... everybody. I grew up. I want to see pussies when I go to the theater. Big
1: bestie. old vaginas yeah. and dicks. Yeah, we don't brah, brah, brah. Damn, that's porn.
2: You're watching porn. They don't yeah. show us in theaters anymore. We don't know what this is rated. Maybe if Deadpool is <laughs> super X. Well. Yeah, he's like,
1: Mary Jane, get over here. Um,
2: then. With Aunt May. Yeah. Captain. What's that milf? Captain Marvel. March 8th, 2019. Brie Larson. Another one of those things where I would have had no fucking faith in this, Um, but now Ant Man and Doctor Strange and I love Brie Larson. I love Brie Larson, so I'm like, cool, hundred percent. This could be fucking cool. And that's what
0: they're killing with. And it's like, all right, cool. And this is why Marvel's so great. We nailed the foundation. Now we're building on it. And we've now proven with, you look back at all Ant-Man and now Doctor Strange that we can do characters you, in Guardians of the Galaxy that you don't know or don't necessarily care about. And we're going to put people you
2: do care about into those roles. And here we're going to have a fun movie. And that, I think, is the question of going back to Colin's argument of when's the bottom fallout. I think it's when is a character going to be announced where his or her first movie is a failure. Mm. And we're looking at Black Panther. We're looking at... Uh, Captain Marvel like there's going to be opportunities for that to occur sure but, but we'll see then Shazam April 5th 2019 with The Rock
0: I, I wish I wish but no I don't think that happens on that I time don't think table. It happens. I, again they fucked this up if they really like it, they could have solved all their problems if they would have understood where the problems are going to be which everyone told them where they're going to be hey we need humor we need color we need fun alright let's cast The Rock as Shazam and he, you know, he goes from being a seven year old boy to being someone on par with a Superman who is The Rock and have The Rock do the whole like, oh, gee, I didn't know what I was doing. Like that fucking movie would be amazing yeah. and killing. And instead, it's he's Black Adam no, and it's going to be like a super dark Captain Marvel. But it
1: boils down to economics, right? You can't like, if you want to lock him in, you want to lock him in for five movies. You can't afford The Rock for that much. You got to have him in one movie as, as Black Adam and then maybe come back again. Be amazing if he could be a main character and main staple. I um, know you, you give me the, the the stiff bottom lip there. But I just feel like The Rock. That that's why I think it, we'll have to see how The Rock's career goes. But his his he's like the biggest uh, name in entertainment right now, yeah, by far. So you know, and he's not slowing down. Yeah. Like that guy has his shit together. So I predict he runs for him. president. No, I know, right? Yeah, I know me too. Oh, I'd vote. For, I would vote for him too. But I really think he's gonna. That would be fucking amazing, amazing. But Kanye is gonna beat him to it first. That's yeah, that's the Rock one. Unless Kanye stays Kanye. in the hospital.
2: Um, Avengers sequel, May third, twenty nineteen. That'll be mm-hmm. the end of Phase three, as we know it. Uh, then Justice League sequel June fourteenth twenty nineteen. We'll see. I don't know. Like that's the. Thing. I think that'll it's like, be there. You think? And what year is it? twenty nineteen is where we're at now. I
0: think that. I think that. I think that doesn't move. I think you have to have just Wonder Woman obviously. Justice League, the next Justice League, and I think it's where you move Flash and Aquaman and Shazam and you figure out where the Batman is and you figure out where Mm -hmm. Superman is and then you figure out where the Batman 2 is because Batman
2: kills. Jumping ahead and jumping around a little bit just to close out DC, we got Justice League sequel uh, June 14th, then Cyborg April 3rd, 2020, then uh, Green Lantern Corp. Uh, Green Lantern has a shot, I think. July twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Because there, they, there
0: was a news article we did on Colin Greg live yesterday that there was a key scene or whatever where a Green Lantern member is going to be somehow involved. Yeah.
2: In uh, Justice, Justice League. Justice League, the next Justice League. Then Suicide Squad 2, nope. oh, TBA. Dark Justice League, TBA. That's Constantine and all that. Sure,
0: them. but that's they just, they're putting on animated film now. They dropped the fucking ball on that by taking away from Guillermo del Toro years yep. ago. Like That would have been, hey, let's do something really cool and different yeah, and crazy. Really all
2: different. right, go for it. Then Harley Quinn solo movie slash Birds of Prey movie. See
0: I think the Harley Quinn solo movie could yeah. ha- will happen before ju- uh, Suicide Squad so just, that, that's, that's the, the worst rest idea. of DC that we know but, of so far. But you put it's her and Jared I mean it's Harley Quinn whatever but it's got him.
1: Yeah you know. I don't know we'll see. I just I, I think this that is, and
0: this is, I mean we're still in the goodwill badwill topic and I think that's where it is. It's just like there's bad will behind the DC. You can't give him the benefit of the doubt. So the Marvel thing with, gets all the benefit of the doubt.
2: With, with looking forward at all the DC shit we have mm-hmm. what would it take for DC to stop in the same way that X-Men seems like they're about to stop.
0: I think it would have to be they stop making money. That's the big thing. long like It's that thing of... um, This is a very similar argument, I would say, to the video game industry of... All right, critics don't like this, but there are fans that do when they're buying the games and they're they're buying season passes. And so it doesn't matter how many times Colin will be like, don't buy a season pass. What are you doing? Wait until you see... I buy the season pass when I, I like a game, right? And it's the same thing with like... I I know you're a comic book fan, obviously, and so I don't get me wrong. You know, Batman v Superman's far from perfect, but I enjoyed it for what it was. It was a it was an issue I read, and like I said, when people wanted to fight me about it back in the day, because now I'm just beaten into submission. I'm like, I don't want to talk about this ever again, please. Uh, I that Batman v Superman was better than dozens of comics I've read in the DC universe in the past year, let alone the th- hundreds of DC comics I've read throughout my life. You know what I mean, like. It wasn't like there was nothing in there to salvage and enjoy. So I went and enjoyed it. And then I still enjoy flash and I still enjoy the Mm -hmm. comics. and I still enjoy all these different works of it. So it's like, as long as they're not making them like, I, what would it take for them to stop? Like they'd have to, they either go so bland that there's nothing to enjoy or go so crazy that Superman is tearing out hearts and shit. You're like, what the fuck is this? This is not at all what this character is. Mm -hmm. Cause even as Man man of steel flawed in so many ways, I, I always talk about you know the scene spoilers for Man of Steel where he kills Zod and how people were so bent out of shape about it and I left the theater bent out of shape about it too because it was an unearned moment. I thought that scene was great in terms of like when he cracks it, just not like the effects in the fight because there's a million problems with that. But when he cracks his neck and then has that moment and screams and Lois comes in and hugs like that part that that part I was like fuck that was awesome and they didn't earn this. They didn't didn't make me care about Superman in this film to this point like this. They didn't make me care about Lois in this film to this point. They didn't make me care about Zod, you know what I mean? But like in a vacuum of what it is and knowing and inferring all this stuff, there's something there that I liked about it and I can take away from it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I'm interested Yeah, What do you think? I don't
2: don't know. I don't know. I mean, because yeah, these movies are going to keep making money and I think that for me, it's... I don't think they'll straight up stop, but I do think that there is a chance that Soon, like sooner than later, and I think it could be real soon, uh, they just go all in on Batman and Harley Quinn, and that's it. Mm, you know, mm. like all the 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 post-Justice League, like Justice League is obviously happening. But after that, I don't know. I can see them just making, well, here's a Batman movie, and here's a Joker movie. Like, we'll call it Harley Quinn, whatever, yeah. but you're just going to get those. And all these other characters that are now in, the, in universe, the universe, they'll be here for this or this or whatever. Like, here's a Joker. Here's a team up for a second. But like... Wonder Woman
0: has coffee with Batman it, to discuss what's happening. in Gotham. Exactly,
2: exactly. But it's almost at a point of just like why, why even try building all these things because they're not going to do as well as a Batman movie would. Yeah. And so if it is about the money, when when do they just be like, all right, fine, we lost in terms of building the universe, not in terms of money. They're making money. I think a big tipping point for them will be Justice like, League. Like once that movie
1: comes out, that's that they have a lot riding on that because no matter what, they can. You're right. I mean, the problem is. What they should do is focus on those one-off movies and make them as good as humanly possible what they're not what they're not doing is exactly that. What they really need to do is do what Marvel's doing which is make every movie as good as humanly possible and have someone over you know really overseeing mm-hmm. the entire process to make sure the overarching story is something is something of sheer art and beauty um, but yeah, I just don't I, I think that it's gonna be just a slow crawl toward that bottom line that threshold over the next like two years to the point where they finally just go we got we got to, we got it two this.
0: years I mean i I the problem I... let oh, is let's call it three years then. We'll see, see, I would it. think it five because of the way the movie industry works, I feel like. Yeah. And again, you know it better than I do. But I feel like in terms of what it is, it's such a train lumbering down the tracks that even when it is like, oh, fuck, pull! they didn't like Batman v Superman. Eh. Suicide Squad, still fucked. Wonder Woman, possibly fucked. Justice League,
1: they've got to retool everything they're working yeah, on. But that's, that's why I'm saying like I, I look at like Justice League when that... They'll know by then how much of a success or not a success, you know, one or one was. They know that Suicide Squad was kind of a failure from the fans' perspective, even though it made money. Um, those movies were already in the works. All this stuff has already been in the works. So the question I have now is like, where how is how much influence does Jeff Johns have over everything going forward from here? Yeah. Like when they brought him in, was he like, yo, let me see that script from for Justice League right fucking now. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care if we're still shooting we have to nail this. We need to take a step back. And if they're giving him that luxury, I think he can really do it. Mm-hmm. But,
2: or doubtful. inevitably in 2018, when Disney, Disney buys, buys DC, DC and changes the entire game, <laughs> that could happen at any moment that, that could happen. That would be insane. Yeah. That would be awesome though. It would be fucking crazy. Um, Finishing out the topic, just to go through the rest of the ones we haven't named yet. Uh, on the Marvel side, we got Untitled MCU Movies on May 1st, 2020, July 10th, 2020, and November 6th, 2020, which is in line with what they've been doing, where there has been two or three um, in, a, in about that time of the year, every year. Uh, then Deadpool 3 is the last mm. thing on the, the list, and uh, there's, it's TBA. We'll see if we get there.
0: Yeah. Okay we'll check back in three years and mm-hmm. see how we all did. Your phone case, man. Is that the texture of it? No, it's something's wrong with your phone. What'd you, what's Pretty wrong Is it all bubbly? It's all
2: melted. That's the texture.
0: It's leather. Why is it well? Felt why is this this texture? Isn't there? Nice. It used to be way nicer. Thank you, Kevin. It's like worn and apart. It's just because it's okay. One down cool. Home, okay. Cool. Everybody beat you. Okay. Beat you. Out. Next topic. Yeah, boy. My topic. Yeah, boy. I want to talk about failing as a fan. Interesting. Failing as a fan,
2: ladies and gentlemen.
0: Uh, it My comes. A fan
2: ain't failing. No, well, it's not
0: on. It the like fan is right. failing. It's not on. Nick yeah, turned it yeah. off. No. Uh, no, failing <laughs> is a fan of something, obviously, that you want you know, or that you like. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not fan. As not a fan. Mm-hmm. Floor mm-hmm. fan here. But if you have stories about oscillating fans failing you, please let me know. I um, no, I was thinking about this the other day of like, you know, it's weird for us to have an audience and all these different things mm-hmm. and how hard it is to communicate what happens on our side of the screen versus what's happening on theirs. And it made me think back to... Everything I've been a fan of and all the things, and there's 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 a story I regret very, very much uh, now now being an adult and now understanding things. Is it the one
1: where you pooped in the bushes in front of the small Asian kid?
0: No, that was with, I pooped in front of Colin, and the, yeah, the little boy was there too. He was like 15, but I don't regret that. No, that was great content for this. This whole channel is built on me pooping in that bush. And the raccoons. And the records, yes, that's a big part. To grab my life. No, um, I, this is funny too because I was I was I looked at my topic list on things I should talk about on the show eventually, and I, this one's there, and it's a Weezer story, and I didn't I was wearing my Weezer shirt today. Yeah, boy, just happens, just happens. Um, I was a huge Weezer fan back in the day, mm-hmm. still am obviously, <laughs> but since '94, along along for the ride with the mm-hmm. Blue Album, right? And when I got the Blue Album on the back, it had a thing about joining the Weezer Fan Club. And I wrote in, joined the Weezer fan Club, right? And you get a little laminated card, which I got rid of years and years and years ago, and I regret to this day that I did. But then the best thing was you got this thing called the Weezer Zine when zines were still a thing, oh right? My God, yeah, and it was a uh, uh, it came out, I want to say quarterly or whatever, and it had fan letters in there and art from the fans, and then like, you know, photos of like Pat Wilson or whatever mm-hmm. at a birthday party, and like little updates about what's happening with Weezer and stuff. but it was mainly fan stuff. And then, of course, like, you know, There was such a drought (laughs) between, uh, like, Weezer albums and stuff. You you know, Pinkerton happens, and then it's just off the rails of, like, is there ever going to be anything else along the lines? But even the lead up to Pinkerton, I remember being hard, that there wasn't as much stuff as you wanted. And this before the internet was really all over the place. It was hard Mm -hmm. to keep up. They were, you know, the rentals had come along, too. They were getting, I'm getting off track. I remember (laughs) at one point, and I forget how, Um, it's 94, so, right, I'm 11 then. Sure. In the, we'll say I'm le- between 11 and 13 when this happens or whatever. But I'm getting the Weezer zines. I like them all much. And I remember drawing some. I, I was drawing comics, as you know. We've talked about my stuff here. Froggy. My hustle. Yeah, the Froggy comics or whatever. And I had a character in there. And again, in one of these things. Maybe it was just doodles. But I, you know, Weezer Man. Something totally lame. But Weezer like, man, yeah. yeah, exactly. The Weezer but, Man and Froggy. Weezer Man and Froggy. They're out there having adventures. adventures. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I drew an image of Weezer Man. And sent it in to the Weezer fan club. Mm-hmm. And I left, and I sent like a super passive aggressive note of just like, hey, submitting this, and this is like paraphrasing, obviously, would love to see it in the magazine. And I think I deserve it. Because I've been a Weezer fan for a long time now. And it's been hard because there's no new music and what's happening. And really like a whole like, hey, like, I'm owed this. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm fucking owed this. You, you so stand
2: them. Huh? Stan. Yeah, exactly.
0: No, I didn't threaten like murder people yeah. or whatever. But I was like, you know, I'm I I in, in my head, I'm writing into Geffen Records, some some, you know, whatever, interns getting this, seeing it, putting together this Weezer magazine. Why wouldn't they just put this in there or whatever? Maybe I had done it multiple times and this was like my final straw thing. Mm-hmm. I don't recall anymore, mm-hmm. but I remember this very specific one. That sounds very po- possible. Exactly, yeah. right? And so, cuz I'm a dumb kid obviously, and you don't know how the world works, and you send yeah. it in, you think all this stuff. Psychopath. And it wouldn't be till uh, uh the, so then the, to bear, not bury the lead here. I think I'm writing into a corporation, all these things. Somebody, at the, you know, Weezer's this huge band, right? Like clearly they have hundreds of people working on these staffs or whatever. When in reality, the Weezer fan club was run by two sisters, Michael and Carly, who like signed off all of their, uh, you know, they had letters in the beginning of the zine. Mm-hmm. Like what's happening in the zine. they name is Michael? Yeah, Michael and Carly. They spelled uh, M-Y-K-E-L. Yeah, um, yeah,
2: never, never. Heard um,
0: of that that. but they signed off here, you, me, or whatever, and put sure. it out and done this whole thing. And it didn't dawn on me at the time that it wasn't a corporation running this, it was these two women that were fans of Weezer that had befriended them. And it turned out, uh, you know, mm-hmm. dozens of other local LA bands that they would help whenever they came through and stuff like when they were little, before not before their huge things or whatever, and that. This was a passion project for them and that when I got my fan club that looked like it was written in Sharpie, it was written in Sharpie by these people. And when I got my, you know, packet that was written in Sharpie on it, it was written by one of these two sisters who was stuffing envelopes and sending the shit out and doing yeah. all these different things. Right. And like it was just two women who were doing all this and I don't find out about this until they die and they die trying driving to their ne- the next Weezer show and like you know it's still murky as to what exactly happened but the the theory commonly held is that they finished one of their Weezer shows were driving to the next one and fell asleep at the wheel and Mm. crashed the car and that's unfortunate and so like when that happens it you know then I remember this is the first time I remember Weezer had been quiet forever it felt like again I'm a kid so I don't have any sense of time or whatever but I remember when MTV news reported on it and showed like the, a clip from like the benefit concert or whatever. And like rivers had like really long hair and I was like, that's I not what I thought he looked like. I haven't seen him in so long or whatever. And then they explained like that, how this all happened. And so like, it's this weird regret I have, especially now knowing for us, like there's five of us. Right. And so like when people are like, why doesn't this work and why doesn't that happen? It's like, we're trying, yeah. we're trying as hard as we can. And, we're, and this is not Trying to guilt anybody out there. All your criticisms are well warranted and we understand them in 2017. Yeah. But, like, for me, that's that weird thing of being on both sides of it now. But even back then, having said that and imagining them opening this thing with this fucking stupid ass drawing and then this letter from this 12 year old this petulant child
1: You're being like blah fucker. blah blah
0: blah blah and I'm sure they weren't I'm sure they're like this kid's dumb whatever move sure. on to the hundreds of other letters and poems and art and things uh, like praising this mm. band and thanking us for the, our work but I never thanked them and I never had the chance to because I didn't understand the situation or how the world works at the time sure. and that fucking sucks so like that's me failing as a fan, that's a fan regret I have. You know what I mean? And the fact of not taking the time to understand and thank them for what they did and instead coming off like this douche. That again, I'm sure they lost no sleepover that they did not worry about. It wasn't like, oh, we're not going to do it. But I've had those days here, right, where it's been a motherfucker... God, this day's been bad. I was, you know, I was talking about like, it's like I've fallen out of a tree and I'm hitting my head on every, every branch, branch, everything that could go wrong. And you're just bouncing around. You can't even answer these emails and you get to the bottom. It's like, all right, fine. I'm going to go home, open up Twitter. And wow, this is broken. Why are you guys so stupid? Why didn't you hire somebody? All oh, right. You know what I
1: mean? It's like, yeah. well,
0: I want to fucking scream and cry all at once now. Yeah. And so I've done that to somebody and have no way to be like, I am sorry for it. Right. It sucks.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, in regards to that, though, I'm, I'm sure those those sisters probably had a lot of good stuff coming through as well. hundred percent. No, no, they
2: were beloved. I know that. But despite that, I feel like there's, there's no amount of good that can combat the bad at that moment. Right. And And it's like the 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 moment you get past that moment and you realize all the good, everything goes away. But there's just something about, you can get a hundred compliments, but that one insult is the one that you go, what motherfucker? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that what motherfucker response is more visceral than anything else. Sure. And I, I don't know. It's harder to take compliments, I guess, is the. I don't know. See, I, I don't think I've ever been in that position where I've cared
1: enough to like to, to render that sort of a criticism against something. And I think that's when you talk about failure as a fan, I think that is my biggest failure is that mm. I'm not that big of a fan of anything. And it's Joe Rogan. I do love Joe Rogan, but I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to knock Joe Rogan. I mean, well, it's easy to knock Joe Rogan depending on. Depending on what what you like to listen to or not, but you know he he he's unabashedly who he is, and so if you don't like his what he puts out or that podcast, you're not the consuming product, it. You're not you're not you're not coming back for a second a yeah. second listen. Um, but you know I don't I don't you know I don't I, I look at all the support we get from the people that that, that consume our content and, and and help us out over the years, and I just feel like I don't I don't have something like that that I'm passionate about. So I think that's my failure as both a creator and as a fan is that I'm not. I'm not I'm not able to throw myself wholeheartedly into something like that. Like you say that's bad, but I bet I, I, I can paint Wait, another I pi- say what's bad. You say that the letter that you wrote. Right? Oh, was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. I can paint another picture of those two sisters reading it. Clearly, it's a kid's letter and they're getting a huge kick out of how much this kid cares about Weezer. Right. Sure. And like they look at it like, wow, this kid's got some balls on him. Um, well,
0: but, I think it was though, when, I get, when I get
1: a letter like that on a bad day.
0: And I'm not like, ha, ha, ha. I'm like, ah,
2: rage. Yeah, it's, sure. it's the or idea of kick
0: them and I'm like, oh, a feeling that like when you jumped up. off the
2: couch. Damn, it's that <laughs> yeah. feeling Staying of up. like that you deserve something for being a fan of somebody. And I think that, that that's the hard thing to grapple with. Sure. And like I, I do have that. Like I um, obviously Q&5, Tone Deaf, all that stuff. I've been such a fan of them from the beginning mm-hmm. to an extent that I feel like it is partly mine. It's not. It's what I need to remember. It's not. Like, it's a part of me and I'm a huge part of it. And it, you know, it's definitely like there's a relationship there. But at the end of the day, it's not my thing. So it's like they can make their decisions and I can agree or disagree with them. But I feel like there's like a a level of respect you need to show. Um, And it's fine to be critical, but it's always. It's the way that you kind of give that message to somebody Mm -hmm. Um, because tell them, hey, you're doing this wrong. You should be doing this, even though you clearly think that not the best way to handle it necessarily. And uh, I think that there's so much that goes on that you don't know. You know, you only get one side of it. I think for me, uh, a perfect example of this is Eminem, huge Mm -hmm. fan of Eminem. And I think it gets hard because when you're a fan of something. You are the most critical of it oh, because yeah. you like it that much. You're protective uh, of it. Eminem, one of, of my favorite rappers, one of my favorite artists of all time. I can tell you so many facts about details of songs and like lines and everything. And when you get from his first album, second album, third album, we can have a multi-hour long discussion about why I like this aspect more than that aspect of these albums or whatever. And then you start going on past that and it starts to be like, oh, well, it's not as good as the first three. And it's like then it just starts to become this like kind of negative conversation. Even if I enjoyed things about them, Mm -hmm. you just you're talking about the negatives or this isn't as good as that. And I've never spoke to Eminem, so I've never had to deal with that. But I have thought about this of if I were to talk to Eminem, what would I talk to him about? And I feel like the thing I want to talk about is, hey, what happened or Why did you do relapse? Why did you do that album? Like what, like what went through your head that was like, I'm going to use an accent for the entire thing. And it's like, instead of focusing on all the good, (laughs) I immediately jumped to like all the things I didn't like about somebody that I love. Mm -hmm. And that's a problem. And I had that moment uh, with Bernie Burns at Rooster Teeth red versus blue, such an important thing in my development and my, my career, my life. And the first time I was hanging out with him or one of the first times I was hanging out with him, like we were really talking about stuff and I found myself like one of the first things I started doing was being like, like man, like the CG stuff's really good. Once you started going there, why are you still like doing the the same like stupid dick jokes and stuff? Like we want the story. Like it feels like such a waste. And then it wasn't until I went home afterwards. I'm like, man, he took that really well, but I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like I should have just, and it's not just about focusing on the good. It's just don't focus on the bad. You can bring up the bad. You can say things like, oh man, I love season nine because this isn't this, this. Didn't totally like this because of this reason, but whatever. But instead it inevitably turns into this thing of, you almost are trying to prove to the person that you look up to that, you know, their work so well. And it's like, well, obviously they know I like them. So I'm going yeah, to show point out all the things that I noticed that no one else noticed. You know, and that's
0: the big thing. I think, you know, with even me, I've told that, you know, the story about, uh, uh, Hate online and being trying to be better online in terms of giving out positive feedback rather than negative, and how like when I was you know going to tweet at the office how bad it was, and and like include actors and shit, and it was like man people do that to me, and I know that they follow me, I know they're fans. But they're only they're, – it, it's the same thing with Yelp, what I was talking about, right, where it's like I, I noticed one day all my Yelp reviews were negative because I'm not motivated when I have a good experience to go say, man, what a great experience right, this right, was. Right. It's when somebody pisses me off that mm-hmm. I want to go tell them, and usually it's somewhere I – you know if it's on Twitter or something, it's – I have 140 characters to tell this creator or this – talk about this creation, and I just want to get through my most salient thought, and my most salient thought is this boss battle sucks. This episode's no good. Why is this and I'm not saying that I love it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm letting you try to read between the lines. And most people would get that, but when you don't have the full context, it just does come off as people being dicks to be dicks.
2: Yeah, and the the, the being a dick thing, it's hard to not do because you feel this sense of entitlement over things that you you enjoy especially if you pay for and especially like all that stuff i, I remember one of the very first tone deaf concerts i ever went to uh it was me and there was like a group of people that i didn't personally know but i knew from the internet because we were friends in this community and we we're at the show and tone was at the merch table selling shirts i went up and i saw him and he looked at me and he, he saw my face and he's like oh you're the dude in the yellow shirt in the on your your profile picture, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah!" And it was like a great moment where I was like, "Holy shit, he knows who I am." He's like, like I hate yellow shirts, you know. He's like, "This, this is great." It was such a, such a moment for me. And uh, then the guy <laughs> the guy behind me um, went up to him and he was like, "Oh hey, do you recognize me?" Like I'm the guy in the and like he started talking about his profile picture, and you could see Tone kind of like struggled with it and was just like like he didn't he just didn't know who this yeah. guy was, and the dude got kind of like upset. I was like, "Oh man, like." Like damn, you know, and it, I forgot what he said. It wasn't even bad. It wasn't bad, but it was enough that I was just like, ooh, like it's
0: enough to take the wins out of the sails. Because as a creator and like as a, pe- a personality, like I feel bad when, when I'm like uh, it happens to me all the time at a meet and greet. I'll shake your hand. and I'm usually really good with faces, but I've seen so many faces now that I'll shake your hand and be like, great to meet you. Like oh, well, actually we met at a comic con like four years ago. Yeah. and I'll go, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And it, nine times out of ten, it's. Oh, don't worry about it. No, no, you meet too many people. I get it, but I still feel awful. Exactly. I and want to remember everyone. I want to have a conversation with everybody. I look over at the kind of funny game somebody made. I want to remember who made that and I can't. Yeah.
2: And that, that's one thing is like for me it's happened where I'm like, oh, I've seen you. It was at uh PAX East. He's like, mm, RTX. I'm like, sorry, but I'm trying here. Yeah, yeah. But but with the with this tone of situation, I remember it very vividly because uh I remember thinking, I was like, man, that guy like really Like didn't handle that well. Yeah. You know, like, like why do you do that? But I remember going home and thinking like, well, what if it was the other way around? Like, what if this guy was in front of me and he had recognized him and not me? Like, I definitely would have felt entitled. Like you should know who the fuck I am. And I I remember thinking like, how would I have handled that? And it probably wouldn't have been too much different. I totally could have been the guy being like, well, I'm also that guy. And it's just like, I think that is the part that's hard to struggle with this being a bad fan. Because when you are such a fan, I think by default you need to then actively try to not be bad. In terms of what we're talking about yeah. yeah well I mean
1: I think there's a line that, or a, a distinction that needs to be made between critical feedback and negative feedback right and this is always something I say like when it whenever I jump in comments on things and people have critical feedback for me I thank them for that because I'm like I really do appreciate that you love this thing so much that we're doing that you want you know you have a couple pieces of feedback that you'd like to see happen that's for that to me is super positive And I think it it really is just all all how you frame it with people and how you frame it with creators that you love because you do love this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And there is there is an aspect of it that is very intimate, especially when you're talking about a product like a podcast, where people spend hours, like I spend hours and hours and hours listening to certain people that do podcasts. Like I know more about Joe Rogan than I probably do about my wife, and that's and I I, I, you know I pry a lot into my wife, like I I kind of you know I kind of like stalk her a little bit. i'm getting off on a tangent but the the point is like you know so 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 when you like something that much and you want to give that feedback it then becomes how do you do it right how do you do it without sounding like that kid that was in line right who's serious who who's hurt and i think to to uh to the credit of a lot of people that support us again nine out of ten times it's hey i really like this like i see it all the time with the animated show where people go hey i love this i don't you know whether or not you care if it's on time or whenever it dropped great i would love it if this were longer Right. And that's a that's a that's a positive thing for me to hear because I'm like, great, you like this so much, you want more of it. That's cool. I wish I could've made it longer. We can't. Economics can't get into that in the comments. But so I like that and I always I always respect that because it is a two-way street, right? You don't want people to just love you unconditionally. Absolutely. Right. Because then you can't grow as an artist. You can't grow as a creator. You need that feedback. We have to have each other. This is how this relationship works. Um and so to that degree, like, you know, I and I and I kinda disagree with you a little bit in that I feel like People who do uh uh consume the content do have a level of ownership over it. Now, granted, you know, they're not they're not here working on it every day, but it is because of them that that it is a two way street in that regard, right? You can, one can't exist without the other. Um, so there is an importance to be placed on that, but you do have to stay positive all the time. You have to you have to be able to render both criticisms and and uh praise in a positive light if you want to exist in that environment yourself. That's all I'm saying. Does that makes sense. Made sense to me. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Nick. Yeah. What's your topic? Super important topic. What's the coldest you've ever been? Where does this stem from? Welcome this morning, to the
2: game over, Greggy. I show walked of... into the office. Now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. Let me back up. <laughs> let me purpose. please. Let me, pay me a picture.
0: Let me paint. I you hate it a... when you jump right to the pop. <sighs> let me paint. You I want a, picture. a little
1: foreplay. Two days ago, for some ungodly reason, the weather decided to go real cold, real fast, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like it. Now I like it. Because I like that it's wintry and I like that it's the holiday time, but I don't like it because then I have to be cold like every goddamn night until the sun decides to pop back up. Uh, then we walked into here today and you're noticeably agitated for a, n- a number of reasons, but I think it's because you're cold. And I ask you and you're like, yes, <laughs> I am cold because it's fucking cold in here. And I tell you, Greg, we've got a heater in this place. And you're like, no, we don't. I did not say no. I think maybe I said I did not know that you were like something to the extent where you're like, you're fucking ass. Is we absolutely we not do not that. have a
2: heater. I did not. That's what he said. No. Oh, wait, that's you? what he said. He was like, yeah. It's, He's a, like, it's a
1: maze that I could be agitated here. You're, you're a lying sack of shit <laughs> um, is what he said to me. Not what I'm saying to him, but I'm kind of referring that.
2: What was he saying to you that he said to you? He was basically like, I, said, I, I, I think know. you're
1: a bold-faced liar and we don't have a heater and you should stop doing drugs. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, we'll, we'll take that apart piece by piece. I'm not a liar, but I should stop doing drugs. I digress. It got me thinking, yeah, I'm fucking cold, man. And I'm uncomfortable and I'm cold. So what's the coldest you guys have ever been? Greg, you come from a place where it snows. Tim, you grew up three hours from a place where it snows. I've been to that place a few times. Tahoe?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, there's multiple times that come to mind of those were the coldest times I've ever been in my life. Uh, One time I got dragged to a uh, NFL um, All-Star game that was in San Francisco. Why would you go to that? Um, Curran's mom's sister worked for somebody that got free tickets. This is the Pro Bowl, right? Pro Bowl. That's what it was. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I'm um, so we went, to, we went to this thing, and oh, man, my nips. My yeah. nips were so hard. Hard, hard as ice. Huh? They fucking hurt. They hurt so bad for days after that. Because I was out there, uh, and I'm just like, why? Why is this so cold? I didn't have a jacket. I was just wearing like a T-shirt or whatever. And I was just like, I'm watching this thing that I don't fucking like. I'm at a place surrounded by people I don't like, and it's so cold. I, I think that's why I hate football. Is, is that, that that's what it was that about. it was you know, so you damn can cold. watch football in the comfort of your own living room. Oh, trust me. And nothing about it is appealing. <laughs> but but the, the cold was definitely the worst thing sure. about that. Um, another time was with Kevin where we were in Santa Cruz and we decided to uh, go into the, the water at the beach. Uh, and it was like five thirty. So like the sun was setting and we're like, fuck it, we're just going to do it. And uh, we didn't have swim trunks or anything. So we just went in with our shorts. And we thought it was funny. Like, let's just go in with our clothes. So we did. And it was not funny when our wet t-shirts, we then Didn't had to drive. walk like yeah. two and a half miles back to the hotel uh, at night. And it was just, that was fucking horrible. But the worst cold I've ever had ever, bar none, Philadelphia, when I went there. Interesting. Single-handedly, it was that freezing feeling on me of why I hate Philadelphia and think it's the, it's the worst place I've ever been. A lot of for sure, we'll agree with Do you. Remember that, that place time fucking sucks. In
1: Tahoe, when the like it was springtime, the water was like all the ice was melting,
0: and we were we were like swimming in the lake.
2: Yeah, we did a lot of dumb things. If and there was water, exist. we were in it. Uh, but yeah, like the, in Philadelphia, it was like I didn't. I felt like it was illegal for it to be that cold. Somebody should have done something. <laughs> somebody should have talked to somebody and yeah. been like, you know what? There's a curfew. You're not allowed to leave your house here. The government's giving everybody heaters. Yeah. We're just going to, we'll get through this together, guys. But instead, they let us run amok in these fucking streets. And in Philadelphia, it's designed like Boston, like some fucking idiot kindergartner was just like, hey, draw a map of the city. And he was like, here's a bunch of fucking lines. And I'm like, none of this makes sense. There's no grid system at all. So then taxis are like, if you want to get a taxi, you have to cross the street. But to cross the street, you need to freaking freeze to death. Yeah. I'm surprised I'm it's here like right now. like
1: the maze from Westworld. Great Fuck the cold. Hey. You grew up in somewhere close to Chicago.
2: Right. The, the burbs. Yeah. There's
1: the, snow
0: there where you grew up. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? It snowed all the time. What? So you understand that, like, so backyard wrestling.
1: Yeah. Start taking
0: it. notes because you need this for the documentary. Okay. The front yard is where we did all the regular shows. Yeah. Your Monday Night Raws or whatever yeah. you, <laughs> is what you'd call them, right? And then every. F- Fourth, when we did four shows, that meant it was time for a, m- one of the monthly pay-per-views, and so the the monthly pay-per-views were in the backyard, mm-hmm. where we you know make things and have like entrances, like
1: we'd make like actual stages or sets, you know, yeah. what I mean to come out of it. stuff. Can I ask? Yes, go ahead. How many people were would be there to watch this unfold? Was it just the, the people that were wrestling? That was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was yeah. never a crowd that you guys. had no, you never no, thought no, had no. Invited Once anyone in a while, this?
0: our neighbors, my neighbors, would come out and watch from afar to would see what they, these idiots are doing. When
1: they were watching, were they doing this?
0: Oh yeah. Time. Just shaking their heads, big back and forth. time. Like shaking their heads, they were not having. They were not part of this. Got it. The front yard, though, because you, you know you usually we you know when it started, it started in the school year or mm-hmm. whatever. So we're wrestling outside in the fall into winter or whatever, and we called it the the, the arena. The front yard was mm-hmm. called the BYWF Tundra. Right. Because it would just be out there, and it would just, there's not, it, like, trees are just skeletons, of course. The grass, if it's if it's not covered in snow, the grass is just that dead brown, but like, the dead, like, light yellow brown where there's, yeah. like, no color to it. And then the wind just whips. But you know it's and razor the can- sharp. The whole reason it, you, we call it the tundra is because the first time you ever watched the footage back from one of these wrestling when it got really bad, it was just, <laughs> and us yelling over, it, like, just talking or whatever. And it's like, okay, we got to play this into the, the canon of this. And we call it the I have told to her. God you
1: have all those videos still. still do, yeah. Still do. Fantastic. We need to digitize them. I, I will. I will
0: help you do that. Thank you very much. That we need changed. to do that. Um. So yeah, I'm familiar with the cold. It's one of the re- like. Here's the thing about cold, and you guys yeah, never bothered you anyway. Thank you. Thank you very much. I like that one. Um. The Same, thing about the cold. I will let it go. The thing about the cold, when you grow up in a cold place, mm-hmm. is that it's impossible to n- narrow it down. What sure. what is the coldest moments of your life really? Because there's like. It's just how it is. You're used to it. I it's the thought of going out into the cold that sucks, but you immediately get used to it. You immediately know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like when I was going up to Montreal, Jen's like, it's gonna be cold, it's gonna be cold, it's gonna be cold. I got there, I was like, this ain't shit. And she's like, it's gonna get worse. I'm like, I know it's gonna get worse, but don't be warning me at this. This isn't bad at
1: all. Did you just do the thing that Greg Miller does where no matter how cold it is, you wear a sweatshirt?
0: Yeah. That's what you do. Cause this is the thing about it. Like, first off, people always freak out about the cold of like, oh, it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing that you're so worried about the cold? You go from your car to the 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 restaurant restaurant, to the whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. As a kid, that's when it gets you. That's when because you got to learn these lessons. Right. But when I think of the coldest I've ever been, I'm thinking of I'm 10. So we'll say 1993. Maybe I'm seven. So uh, 1990, somewhere in there. Right. The checkout. Yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, big Greg Miller, the crane operator, wants to get big old Jamie Kennedy uh, this uh, Christmas gift from downtown. So I go, I tag along with him and we go downtown. We park and we come up on Michigan Avenue and I'll never forget this. We come up and we round the corner and the wind hits me blowing through the streets. And it literally was like a ghost train drove through me and took everything away. Because like all the wind got sucked out of my bo- body. Damn. Like, I grabbed my dad and I'm like, I grab my dad because I'm all <laughs> small or whatever. And he's just
2: shaking his head like, God damn it. Yeah, he hates me. This is my son.
0: <laughs> but like, so there's that. And then it's the, yeah, okay, I like, you bring up um, sleeping. When I, you know, in Missouri, when we were in our the antler house or whatever, which was, like, a cheap, shitty fucking house that probably is the reason I have cancer, but, like, wasn't insulated at all, no storm windows or anything. Like, we would go, Kyle Hayes would go out and buy that, uh, you know, that pink lining you put in your uh, 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 attic. You know what I'm talking about here? Mm -hmm. The the pad is people lining. Yeah. Yeah. And and he would just line the windows with it and then duct tape that around it. But then like in my, I remember going to bed in the Antler house and I would put on two pairs of sweatpants uh, and two hoodies and lay down and sleep in that because that's how bad it was. It sounds so sweaty. Well, then that's the big thing about it Well, because it was so cold whenever it was. But when you're a kid and you're like, like, I'm thinking about cold stories and I'm thinking about like. The time me, Eric, and Mike got dropped off at a park and then wandered out or around in the snow and ended up pooping in the bushes. Then too, and then we found, like, we didn't know where we were and we didn't have cell phones. So then we saw Ozzy's diner. You know what I mean? The county seat. Yeah. We went in there. I knew those people. We had yeah. a phone. We able to call family and friends. But like when you go sledding, when you go whatever, you were like you're built for that. Like, you're yeah. putting on the snow pants and the thing. I always sweated in that crap because yeah. we're out there.
2: And it's not like I was ever out and then the blizzard caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. This whole thing reminded me of something I can't believe I didn't bring up. Mm. Our story. Boston. Boston. Yeah. A.K.A. The Great Freeze. Oh God. Well I literally there was multiple moments where I'm like I'm gonna die. Yep. Like, we're going to die. So me and Nick decide to walk back to the hotel from PAX it East. It wasn't
1: that, Well, yeah, we made a poor choice. I think it was based on good information, though, because I think the cab stand was, like, fucking ridiculous. The cab was Same crazy
2: because PAX East is a fucking nightmare, right. and that convention center is stupid.
1: Now, if it had been PAX East this last time we went, which I believe was later in the year, so there was no snow on the ground. We would have been, been fine.
2: But it wasn't. It was blizzard. The freaking there's those walls of snow it's like Game of Thrones with just the walls everywhere yeah, yeah. and again going back to what I was saying and kindergartener drew the map of this place so mm-hmm. there's no streets <laughs> that make sense so in order to navigate like you need to just walk in these narrow chasms of snow walls and we're doing this and we're just like we're totally fine and it was about Two miles away. Yep. No two mile walk. Yeah, not that not bad, bad. Not bad. But we, I think we got maybe three blocks in and we're both just like, we're gonna die. So we should preface uh light
1: jackets, no gloves, no no
2: beanie. And, and no this is the thing of cutting
0: back to we've told the story so many times. Cutting back to Colin and I. Colin's in a windbreaker, I'm in
2: a hoodie.
1: Yeah. And we're fine. This is life. You guys are totally fine.
2: Um, but you also taxied and didn't have to walk yeah. two miles away. I could have done it though. I could have nah, no problem. You you couldn't have. You would have died. You're weak willed. It's are like me, Greg. I get it. You're one of us. And by us, I mean me and you. We are who we are. We do what we do. Uh, but me and Nick went to a Walgreens. Mm-hmm. You stopped we at bought like 14 beanies. places, right? Yeah, we bought beanies. We bought gloves. We got hot chocolate. At Mo- Nick got a hot chocolate. Yeah. Got, that's yeah. how desperate he was. I was like, because there was no coffee because the guy
1: was closing. I was like, well, what do you have? And he's like, all we have is hot chocolate. And, and we like, stopped
2: at multiple places. And we, we got to a point that we went to like a bus station where we we're like, like begging them to just let us stay inside for a while because yeah. they kept places were kicking us out because they're like you guys can't just stand in here
1: now you would think you're like why in this technological age would you not just get a uber or go get a taxi and the answer was because they were all over the fucking convention center ubers and they were walled off from these snow walls yeah because the snow walls and the taxis were just you can't find them so, we, and then, and then, but then we did the bravado, like man thing where we're like, well, we've come this far. Yeah. At every point, we're like, we've come, it can't possibly be farther than this. We're doing the walking directions on our phone. Yeah. So and that we have to far hold far. our phones. Yeah. It was terrible. It See, was
0: that's terrible. the thing is, yeah, it's just, you know, you weren't ready for it. You weren't, mm-hmm. you haven't been, you haven't been bred. You weren't like Bane. You, you, you know, Chicagoans, New York people, we were born into this. Yeah. Because I think of like, when you said this topic, I immediately jumped to like, for the longest time, it was. I didn't come home until Christmas. And so when I came home to Christmas, we'd go to like the, the second to last Bears game at the end of December. So we're outside Soldier, Fe- Soldier Field with the lake effect snow and the wind whipping through that parking lot, sitting there trying to barbecue and do all this terrible stuff and get wasted. But we're also wearing 15 layers. Right. And we all bought the hand warmer things you break in, you know, yeah, at Walgreens, I you open the package, things. you put them in your gloves.
2: I don't understand why people live in a lot of places. Now, I, I agree that with either. that.
0: I will agree as somebody who has left the Midwest and fled. Mm-hmm. I go back there in the summer and the fucking signs are melting. You go back there in the winter, everybody's dying. I'm like, well, you don't have to be here. Yeah, There's no reason for
2: you to be here. Here's the thing. People complain, San Francisco, it's so expensive, whatever. There's a lot of issues. But guess what? We don't have seasons. There's rain every once in a while. There's like three days it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's a minor annoyance. It's pretty annoying when you hate it happens. That. You, those days you, were, you are most. the most annoying human being on the planet. Yeah, But it's not L.A., I don't need I to deal with this fucking scorching heat. The it's not in New York. I don't need to deal with the heat. And like New York is probably the worst offender because you got to deal with all types of shit. They're throwing the sun at you. They're throwing the fucking blizzard at you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to get by, guys. Yeah. You go into the subway. No matter what time of year it is, it's hot as fuck down yeah. there. Stinking up a storm. Sure. Man. It's not like dead red. I'm happy I'm here. We made a good choice, Kev. You guys didn't make any choice. You, you, just just, you stayed. were born here. You that know. was a choice. You that was a made. choice. We didn't leave. We didn't go to Damn. freaking ah, oh, there's so Could many have. stupid last places.
1: Yeah, I think the only other time I've been that cold is in Tahoe on on like skiing. But I think the only there was one time specifically where we skied 2 days in a row. And I'm not that great of a skier. Um and I'm definitely not built to handle the second day in a row. So I was kind of dreading the second day anyway, but I went cuz we do it every, you know, we don't get to go up there that often. And it was it started to snow, and I'd never skied when it was snowing before cuz normally I go when it's not snowing or if it's a snow it's a light snow Mm -hmm. we're on the lift the lift stops and it's like someone hit the button to make it snow more and it starts coming down and you start getting that weird uncomfortable feeling first off your ass goes numb because you're on the ski lift second off no matter what you do your nose starts running but you can't stop it from running because your gloves wet so as you're rubbing the glove on your nose to try to get it whatever and then it's like the sandpapery wet feeling on your nose then your nose goes numb then your eyes start to water Right, Then you get the snowy vagina. Are you familiar with this? No. You look down into your crotch, and it's oh. all white, and it looks like a snowy vagina. Right, And you haven't realized, you're like, how long has that snow been there? Can I feel my dick anymore? I can't feel my dick anymore. When am I getting off this goddamn lift? Um, and then by then, of course, you're so zapped for energy that then you have to ski down the fucking hill, which takes energy. That's when you go to the lodge and get yourself a Bloody Mary or three, and you don't go back out. But that was, that was one of the coldest times I've ever been. Luckily, I was with two other people on the lift, so it was, fu- it was fun. But I'm like, this is fucking miserable because you're high up. And then it's that like dead quiet because it's snowing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like when yeah. it starts to snow, it gets so quiet. And you can just hear. You can't really see what's going on below below you. But you're so cold and you're shivering. And you hear like your, your hands just like clamoring against the, the metal of the cage that, that should be down. But it's not because you're supposed to be fucking cool and not worry about the safety. And then you'll see one kid. You'll just hear a kid. Eat it, and you're like, I wonder if that kid's still alive. Maybe he froze to death down there in this fucking frozen wilderness that we're up here. And then you get down, and it's all fine. Um, I do love snow, but the good thing about being the cold is, then after that, that day actually turned out, of course, beautiful. It was a fun day, but then we go back to where we were staying, and it's super warm, and there's dogs, and we cooked, and it was like it was a blast. Always a blast. But I, I will say, coming from Southern California, I vastly prefer the hot heat.
0: No, goddamn, mm, no, to, no. to the
1: cold every any day of the week. Hot sucks
0: anything hot sucks i'd rather take i don't like either of them but i don't i'd rather be cold and hot if you didn't know ladies and gentlemen this has been the game over greggy show each and every week three sometimes five best friends gather on this table each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement if you like that head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can back us for some money, you can get your topics read, you can get phone calls with us, you can get a bunch of cool stuff, and most importantly get the show early each and every week, but if you have no bucks to toss, no big deal you can head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny and get the show broken up topic by topic day by day until we post the big thing the following week now, as always, it's been our pleasure to serve you, next week the return of Colin Moriarty and a very special guest Oh.